Welcome to Kellen's Petty Talk Show, episode number two. That was The Heathens, Not My Problem, the band by Sean Clark, our guest today. How you doing, man? Dandy. This episode of Pettiness is sponsored by Pie Bake Shop, delicious pies crafted in the heart of Los Angeles and delivered fresh right to your door. Just call 818-986-1441. That's 818-986-1441. Or follow them on Instagram at Pie Bake Shop. Send one over now. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> We're here today with the one and only Sean Clark, convention promoter, booking agent, horror collector, filming location connoisseur, musician, and goddamn, what else do you do? <laughs> Porn star. <laughs> <laughs> We're once again joined by Ed Gage to be a part of the discussion. What's up, guys? All right, cool. All righty. Having a good time all the time. So we just had Tom McLaughlin from, you know, Friday 13th, part six, the, like last week, what was that, a couple of days ago? Yeah, like two days, two or three days ago. I the can't bear even from, The bear from Prophecy, that's what he's best known as. Yeah, I still got to see that. He's like a mime or something. Wait, wait, oh yeah, he, wait, he was in the Prophecy? He was yeah, the there's... mutant bear in the, the, mutant in the, bear. In the seven, 1979 movie, Nine, The Prophecy. Yeah. Oh no, shit. Yeah, he was also in, uh, what was uh, The Black Hole? Did you know that? Disney? Oh, yeah. 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 The Disney. Yeah. I didn't see that one. Well, now we've got something to watch. Look forward to. <laughs> yeah. It was Doctor or, or what was it? Something. His character was something like Dr. Star or Star, something, something like that. It, he played a robot in, in Black Hole. Some, yeah. some stupid name like that. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, we were talking about like his mime experience the other day in like uh, the Halloween 40th uh, convention, how he performed at the VIP. Party. Did you see that? Yes. Were you there? <laughs> I, <laughs> it was, I, it was, I was, uh, I was responsible for that. <laughs> Tom contacted me and, and said, Hey, you know, I do this thing. And I said, that sounds funny. He showed me the video and I love Tom to death. First off, I oh, love he's, Tom. He's awesome, man. Tom he's is really awesome. awesome. Such a nice and guy. you know, I watched the video he sent me of him doing Michael the mime and I thought it was really <laughs> funny. 
I, I really, I really thought it was funny. And I sent it to Malik Akkad and I said, you know, this is kind of funny. You know, we, we don't have anything going on at the VIP party because we little, literally threw the VIP party together at the last second yeah. um, because we didn't have a location for it. There's another kind of funny story on top of that, which is screwed up, but kind of funny. I'll tell you if you want to hear it, but as far as how we found that location across the street, but I think I do know because somebody it was the Rose in Pasadena. Yeah. And uh, I remember it was a what's his name? Sinbad's cancel uh, show was supposed to perform that night yes. and they had to get canceled because I think he had a death in the family. Or yes. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was crazy. I'll give, give you the quick story. So we we're panicking to try. Where are we going to have this VIP party? And I said, well, you know, there's this awesome venue across the street called the Rose. It would be perfect. <laughs> Let me, I, I said, they, it appears that Sinbad is playing that night, but how late could Sinbad possibly play? He's just a stand-up comic. It can't go too late, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so maybe we can work something out where we can do an after, after party there, after his show. So it was just a total shot in the dark, literally the week before, I think, the convention. And I contacted the Rose, and the guy goes, wow, this must be fate. Because literally, Sinbad just called, said he had to cancel because his brother passed away. Oh, shit. And I was like, Damn. wow. And he said, so the venue is actually free that night. I'm like, wow, this is a weird coincidence, you know? So um, so back to the Tom McLaughlin story. So, yes, he sent me yeah. the video. I sent it to Malik. <laughs> he thinks it's funny, too. So, yeah, we're going to let him do his thing. Well, where I think Tom blew it. Were you there for the whole thing? Start to finish? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was. I think, we were. Sure I, I, think I was sleeping at the time. Now, I th I actually think it would have went over gangbusters. But and it and it didn't. I I think people were just like what the fuck is going on? But it would have went over really well had he not come out and introduced himself as Tom McLaughlin before he did it and 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 tell the story of him being a mime if he had just walked out on stage and did the act and nobody knew who he was and then he pulled the mask off and said it's i'm tom mclaughlin director of friday 13th part so people would have lost their shit and it would have been funny it would have been great yeah. but he blew the surprise element by introducing himself up front that's that was my interpretation and that's several people said that why did he do that why did he come out and, and I go, I don't know. Cause I thought it would be funny if nobody knew it was him, you know, it would have worked no, better. It would have sure. been, it definitely would have been. No, that would have been great. I, I mean, I don't know. And it went on happen. far too long. I, I, I'm sorry, but how long was it? It was like, I don't the, know, but tell dude, the video he yeah. sent me, was like five minutes and that's what I thought he was going to do. He ended up doing like 20, 20 minutes. And it just, <laughs> it, it got to the point where we we're kind of looking around going, Okay, everybody's kind of awkwardly looking at each other, going, uh, "What is? Is this? Are we being punked? What's going on?" No, but I thought it was entertaining. It mean, was no. Tom's yeah. great, and he yeah. he's a great mime. But I just think that he shouldn't have come out and introduced himself. I, I think yeah. it would have went it over way better. The surprise definitely would have been been better tell him what yeah. happened with uh malik akkad when i was there with you oh yeah so malik because like uh, i know malik as well this was uh, this was late at night right like wasn't this at like 11 or 12 think, at night i don't know if alan i i don't know if alan howarth was performing when that happened or mm -hmm. if it was during the mime show I don't, I don't but remember. like uh well kellen was exhausted by the end of the day <laughs> and i was still just like wide awake and next thing you know we were just like sitting in the far back and kellen's just like passed out yeah long story short and then malik <laughs> like he uh he's like calling for me he's like 
hey, is he, uh, he okay? I'm like, yeah, he's fine. He's just tired. <laughs> I guess I looked like I was, I don't know. Yeah, no, it was a, that was a fun night. That was a night to remember for sure. Yeah, uh, I was, uh, it was funny sitting, I was sitting at a table with Malik and who else was at the table? I want to say, I think Chris Nelson and a few other people. We were sitting at a booth watching Tom <laughs> <laughs> and Malik kept staring at me like, <laughs> and I just looked at Malik and I go, I go, hey, I, I, I looked at it. I go, hey, let's all give Malik a big round of applause for this. This is all Malik. <laughs> I go, this is his great idea, Malik. I, you know, and he's like giving me the stink eye. Like, what did you get me into? But, yeah, but, no, uh, Mal- Malik's a great guy. He really yeah. is. Yeah, so, uh, nice. I know he just, he just moved to Florida. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I don't think I, he's, I don't know. I don't think going on with the uh, trankus anymore i mean they still have their office there right in la i guess i don't know i haven't been there I'm, in a while i'm not sure uh I <clears throat> probably something you'd have to ask uh, malik i think yeah. no because like last i checked i thought he like moved to florida but, i heard uh, that yeah. too but yeah. i don't know what's going on with that but yeah but no I, but yeah either way looking forward to the next halloween that's gonna be great yeah i didn't i haven't, I haven't talked to him gosh i haven't talked to him since before they shot the new one and the three nights I was on set, he wasn't there. So I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Were you on set of the first one, the 2018 one? What's that? Were you on set of Halloween 2018 too? No, I, 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 it sucks because I was supposed to, Yeah, I was super psyched to go and uh, filming got pushed a little bit and it fell right into the exact same time. I had two weekends in a row of conventions in Australia. So I have, oh, I, I went to Melbourne and then, and then f- from Melbourne to Sydney and then f- came home and immediately left for the Walker stalker cruise, which was like a five day cruise that went to the Bahamas and back. So by the time I got back, they had just fit wrapped. Like I was gone the entire time they were filming. It sucked. Mm-hmm. So this time I made sure I didn't miss it, so I went and I stayed three nights. How was the set of Halloween Kills? It was awesome. I mean, so it was in South Carolina, right? Still, yes, before? same spot. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, crazy. I signed up well, to be a photographer on the first one. No, it was actually. Wait a second. The, it was South Carolina. I thought. The fir- well, the first one. Twenty eighteen was South. Carolina. Twenty eighteen was South. This was North. This is North Carolina. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I they they I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it was it was yeah, uh, Wilmington, Wilmington, mm-hmm. North Carolina. That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah, isn't that like isn't that like right by uh, Raleigh? Yeah, I, I think know. so. It might it might right it might be right by there. Yeah. I think I, I feel like I drove through there one time, but yeah, but uh, and and I know that I I stayed, and I like they were doing night shoots at the time, yeah. so I went out during the day and hit up all the, like the Blue Velvet filming locations. Those are there as well. Oh, oh I love awesome. Blue Velvet. <clears throat> Such a good movie. Yeah. Um, so, did you get to witness any kills on set? Uh, let me see. I know you probably you probably signed an NDA. I did, so, yeah, but yeah. I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah, so you probably can't say anything. He can say that. <laughs> well, if he witnessed what, like, we know kill. there's kills. In- <laughs> Spoiler no. alert: There's no kills in Halloween Kills. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I. Yeah, I did actually. Uh, I didn't get the. You know, usually when they shoot, they'll shoot like the, they'll shoot like the maybe the kill, and then they'll go back and do the 
up close effect stuff later sometimes, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't see any real blood, like crazy stuff, but I saw the action. So, yeah. Yeah, sweet. In a, and like, so it's pretty much the same people like Jamie Lee Curtis, James Jude Courtney, still Michael. Yeah. As well. And yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Nick, Nick has another cameo as Michael on this one as well. Sweet. Kind of yeah. figured. He was yeah. good. No, he has to, you know, I mean, yeah. he's the original guy. He's got to do it. Yeah. But yeah. And, um, yeah, I, unfortunately, I didn't. Jamie wasn't there on any of the nights I was there. Ah, oh, that's a bummer. Um, which I knew, uh, but I can't get. I, I can talk about it after the movie comes out. Why? Yeah, I, yeah, of course. Because yeah. I had the script and I, I knew what was being filmed on what nights, and yeah. I specifically went on the nights I went for a specific reason. But I knew yeah. she wasn't going to be there. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you still get to see her every once in a while, right? I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her face to face since the premiere, the Halloween 2018 premiere was the last time oh, I saw wow. her. We've wow. communicated via text, but I haven't yeah. seen her since then. Yeah, yeah, she's one of three people I need to finish my poster. Yeah, he's <laughs> got like the Halloween poster signed by almost everybody. Who who hasn't signed it? Thanks Jamie to you, by the way, because if yeah. that convention didn't happen, that wouldn't have happened. <clears throat> um, but I need Nancy Loomis, Jamie, and then the girl. Kyle Who's Richards. Going? Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Richards, Richards, yeah. But I heard she's approachable. I heard you could just go to her store in like Beverly Hills and she'll sign something. I don't know if that's true. Uh I I, I would that. be shocked if she actually works at her store, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's that's kind of true. <clears throat> I mean, if if she's there, she's super cool. She is. Um Yeah. I mean, she was on set uh every night I was at, well, two of the three nights. And uh one thing I will say is and I was a little like leery like when I heard they're bringing her back. I was like, man, I wonder if she can still act. You know, I mean, I mean she. Yeah, for sure. I mean, really. Well, I, but I, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I thought she was the best of everybody I saw that night. She was killing oh, us. Wow. Yeah. Really no, good. it's gonna be it's gonna be great to see her back as yeah. that character, and even like just seeing Anthony Michael Hall as Tommy Doyle. That's gonna be amazing. I mean, so is it? I mean, you probably heard about it. Is it true that Paul Rudd was approached first? No. He no. wasn't. No. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I think somebody, I don't know, probably somebody spread it a rumor that Those he was approached first. Yeah, I thought so. But no, I mean, to see Anthony Michael Hall, I mean, as the character, that's that was just like a surprise to me <clears> when <throat> that was announced. Yeah, when I, great. when I first read the script and I read the way they had written him uh, before Anthony was attached, uh, I, I, I was wondering who, who they were going to get to play that part <clears throat> yeah. because it's a pretty strong character. Yeah. Um, and when course. I, and when I heard it was him, I was like, honestly, really good casting. So definitely. Yeah. No, it's going to be, I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm just already eager to see it, but yeah, but, uh, me too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so stoked. yeah, I would say, uh, should we go into like the, the memorabilia stuff? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I, cause we know like you have a huge memorabilia collection. I want to know like, uh, what are your top three favorite mem memorabilia pieces that you've collected over the years? Hmm. Mm, fun house. Oh, yeah, it's gotta tough. be up there. Yeah. Uh, I mean the poltergeist clown is my number one, I think. Yeah. Um, number two, <sighs> I don't know. It's really tough, man. I, 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 one thing I just got that I love, uh, something I wanted my whole life and it's connected to your t-shirt is I got Ace's love gun, 
uh, costume from from uh, oh no seventy seven seventy eight tour. That's uh, <clears throat> it's 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 just the 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 vest part. The vest piece, yeah. Um, so, like, would, would you consider the clown? A, a, want the one piece of memorabilia you could never give up, even if your life depended on it. Oh yeah, no way. Uh, would you right, consider that <laughs> the right price? I probably would. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, that's got a good story behind it, though. You literally got that off eBay, right? Yeah, it's such a like, stupid <laughs> story, too. I mean, I, I yeah. just I dumb lucked on that thing. It was just so. And your friend saw it on eBay, or yeah, my friend Darren, uh, he and I had always discussed how that was our holy grail because the poltergeist clown and i guess he was just searching on ebay every day yeah i I wasn't um (laughs) and one day he calls me up and he goes dude you're not gonna fucking believe what is on ebay right now and i'm like what he goes the fucking poltergeist clown i'm like (laughs) and i go what the real one he's like yeah the real one and i'm like he goes dude just type in poltergeist clown and I go and I type it in and it, and it, and the, you know, nowadays when people list something, they'll put, um, it would, you know, it should have said okay. like poltergeist, poltergeist clown, screen used, prop, doll, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it literally just said poltergeist clown, nothing else, nothing yeah. else. So unless you were typing that specifically, if you like poltergeist prop, it wouldn't even have come up. I don't think, I mean, yeah. it, it would have been way down there. So not too many people saw it. Uh, and you know, I stole, Oh, there's that email again. I stole that sucker for like, it was like $3,200. It was really cheap. Um, and, uh, and and the reason my friend didn't get it, he, he just was broke at the time. And he's just like, I have no money. I know you could probably afford it. You know, if you could. And at that time I wasn't, loaded by any means i had a regular yeah. nine to five job and i was like fuck scraping it together to make that happen yeah sell stuff <laughs> now i'll tell you the biggest heartbreak story of all time this is the one that that what oh the one that the ones that got away oh no, <clears throat> oh, no. i had a chance <laughs> i had a chance now this is back around that same time where i didn't have okay. i didn't have much money i had the chance to buy the original painting of the halloween poster Oh, no what shit. for five grand. No. And you know what it just auctioned for a few years ago? Uh, How much? 50. It was like 170 or something. What? Ridiculous. Yeah, it, wow. was, it was something ridiculous. And that just like is a knife in my heart. Every, I'm like, oh, it was, I, it was something like, a, like that. It was something like ridiculous. Slap to the face. Really. So, so when was this, this and the poltergeist clown? Like what year was this? I don't remember like, exactly. I, I would say probably around 2000. So yeah, like, I was thinking like twenty like, years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And that that faded pretty bad too, right? The uh, like over time. Well, yeah. For whatever reason, the material that Annette Little, who who made the doll, <clears throat> what the material she used, um, that was blue. Anything that was blue, the hat, the vest, yeah. the cufflinks, they were all this royal blue. Uh-huh. All of it turned pink. Yeah. And. You know, I know some people at first were a little suspect of that. So why is that pink? Doesn't make yeah. sense why it'd be pink. Well, if you go to the Hard Rock, or not the Hard Rock, uh, Planet Hollywood in Vegas, they have the other known existing poltergeist clown on display there. It's exactly the same as mine. All the blues turn pink. Planet Hollywood so, in Vegas. That's Planet, there's, they, there's, 
So there was four made for the film. I've seen a picture. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the picture, but a fan came up to me at Niagara Falls who said, Hey, I hear you have the clown, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah. And he goes, uh, I grew up with, I can't remember the guy's name. It was Annette Little's yeah. son who I bought it from. Mm-hmm. He said, I grew up with him and I was at their house and, uh, when she made them for the film. And I took these pictures and he showed me like actual, you know, from a camera, three by five photos of four dolls sitting in the living room side by side uh, that he said, these are the four they made for the film. And so that, because there was always rumor that was three, but now I know for sure there was four because I saw the photo of all four of them. Mm -hmm. So, but nobody knows where the other two are. Um, And nobody knows who has the evil face because there's a, Mm -hmm. there was a transition head that, 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 well, no, that it never was used. There was a, like an intermediate head. There was like my happy one. Then there was one semi evil. Then there was the full blown evil, which was used in the film. The semi evil head never made it on screen. Oh, I see. And that head showed up in an auction a few years ago. Um, but nobody knows where the hero evil head is. So that's sort of, I guess the Holy grail looking for now is that head. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's connected to a doll body or if it, if they took it off, I don't know. Not sure. Uh, is Poltergeist like one of your all-time favorites? No. Is that why? No, no I, just... I, I like it a lot, but yeah. that doll was just, you know, it's one of those Hysterious. things. Every If you grew up in that era, that thing yeah. terrified you, you know, as yeah. a kid. So The only movies that really bother me for some reason and to this day like are Pet Cemetery and Carrie. I don't know why. Mm. For some reason, those are the two that bother me. Like I'm like alone watching it in the dark. Still? I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, not really still, but growing up, it just, I don't know. Dude, I mean, Zelda in the first Pet Zelda, Cemetery. Yeah. Come on. That freaked the shit out of everybody. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Actually, when I was in middle school, one of my, uh, one of my like teachers that I had con- tried to convince me that another one of my old teachers that was like a math teacher of mine, Miss mm-hmm. Benetovich, um, that was her name. She, she convinced me that she played Zelda in Pet Cemetery, and I believed it. She was like, I was in like fifth grade, <laughs> and she was super old too. She was like probably like seventy or something. So I believed it. Then you find out later it was a guy. <laughs> yeah, and then I found out his name is like Andrew or something. Yeah, Andrew Hubasek. Hubasek. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> He's one of the only ones. That <laughs> That's awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, and I heard your dick of a teacher took away your Motel Hell magazine when you were in school. What grade was that? <sighs> uh, whatever year that issue came out, I don't, I don't remember. I, I can't 80, remember. Eighty, eighty-one, around there. Yeah, yeah, 81. Uh, whichever year Motel Hell came out, probably. Uh, yeah, eighty. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't. Remember. It was so. It would have been like like fourth or fifth grade maybe i don't i don't know and you just brought that to school and they just yeah, saw just, you reading it yeah i just had I'd, I'd always bring my fangos to school and that cover the teacher saw it and said you know look at this filth or whatever and she took it and i guess threw it away i never got it back that's messed well, up like that was a thing in the 70s and the 80s was like the very critical times of horror movies you know mm-hmm. i mean especially in the 80s when you had the satanic panic too going on mm-hmm. as well so, I mean, I guess it's understandable. <laughs> now these days, it'd probably just be like, uh, just another horror mag. <laughs> yeah, I'm look. I'm going to look up what, when that issue nine came out. I wonder if that teacher is still around. 
Probably not. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. We can go hunter now. Well, I'm not that old, guys. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, it's funny. Like you, because I remember like Motel Hell when I was a kid. I thought it was. It just really freaked the hell out of me when I first saw it. And I think I was like a kid when I saw it. Probably like eight when I watched it on AMC. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the screening for it recently, where like uh, the director and the two remaining cast members were still around. They reunited, and when I watch it again, I'm just amazed at how entertaining it is <laughs> it, it still holds up to this day though that's a know? great it's a it's a fun movie it's a fun it really movie. is okay november 1980 so november 1980 where would it, what, what grade would i have been in so november 1980 i would have been i would have just turned 10 <laughs> so <clears throat> uh <laughs> what grade would that have been though you see uh, probably I'm fourth. guessing fourth or fifth. They would have had it fourth or yeah. fifth. So it would have been Miss Dowd or Miss Ridgeway. It's probably Miss Ridgeway. Dowd was cool. So that makes sense. Yeah. Miss Ridgeway probably took it from me. Uh, <laughs> Who knows where she is today? <laughs> right now she's living off that issue nine money. She sold a mint copy and now she's just living it up. <laughs> well, fuck you, Miss Ridgeway. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, um, so uh, out of uh, every horror movie that's out, what's uh, well actually two two different ones. Like, what's your favorite generic horror movie of all time, and what's your favorite music or rock and roll horror movie of all time? Oh God! Well, my favorite horror film is the original Shining. Hell yeah! Um, I knew that. My favorite rock and roll horror film. I, I mean, there's not that many, but I'd have to go trick or treat. You know, yes. Yeah, I thought you were saying uh, it's one of my favorites. Well, Sammy Kerr, Fast Way. <laughs> what other what other ones are there? There's like Black Roses, Black, Black Roses, Rose. Zombie Nightmare, a Rock and Roll Nightmare Black with Roman. John Michael Thor. Yeah, and then Knock oh wait a second, down. Oh yeah, yeah. John, no, John. John's a buddy of mine. He's yeah. a great guy and a great musician. Let too, the blood but... run red. Let the yes. mother be dead. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Heckle Heckle Lantern was another good one. They had. It had that band, uh, DC LaCroix, and then uh, I guess you could say Demons. Yeah. Demons was because the soundtrack. Uh, oh, that's a great. Soundtrack. If it has a heavy metal soundtrack, I definitely consider it a heavy metal horror movie. I would, know? I would consider Terrorvision one. Definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And they had a clip of a what is it? The it had Wasp in the movie. Wasp. Uh, oh oh. Dungeon uh, Ma- Dungeon Master. Was it that? Was it Dungeon Master? Yeah, they were playing a clip from a Tormentor from Dun- Dungeon Master on the TV. That's right, and he's a, yeah. he's like the main artwork on the one sheet, right? Yeah, Blackie. I have that VHS. Yeah. yeah, and I have that VHS copy, and it's just I think what they did was they had Blackie Lawless on the front of it to probably sell yeah. it, you know? Yeah. I think at the time, like that's like when Wasp was just like breaking out. So yeah. yeah. Looking. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Misfits Halloween. <laughs>
bing, Welcome bing, back. Bing, bing. You turned it off right before. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. Bing, You're right. bing, bing, bing. <laughs> I was going to slowly turn it off. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, going uh, into the topic of Halloween, tell us like how tell us like how uh, the whole like uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis event in Indianapolis, how did that how did that all come together? Oh boy. Uh I'll give you the short version. <laughs> And so, right. I mean, because, you know, it all started way back and, and worked its way up to that. Um, but but uh, honestly, the way that happened was one day out of the blue, I got a phone call. Um, I just answered my phone and I'm like, hello. And this voice goes, Sean. I go, yeah. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm like, oh, yes, it is. I recognize that voice. And, uh, and, and, and I said, yeah, what can I do for you? I mean, she just called me out of the blue. Don't know how she got my number. Just called me. And, um, and she says, so, you know, I'm doing this thing for charity. I'm getting these Michael Myers masks signed by everybody from the film and, uh, you know, auctioning them off for Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. And I'm trying to locate all the people from the Halloween movies and I'm having no luck. Uh, and everybody I talk to says the guy you need to talk to is Sean Clark. He, he knows how to get a hold of everybody. Well, yeah, you got them on speed dial. Yeah. And, uh, and she goes, and this is her exact words. She said, so I just said, fuck it. I'm going to call this guy. And, <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'm more than help, happy to help you. And so, we just started talking and, um, and she says to me very casually, so let me ask you a question. You're a Halloween fan. And I said, yes. And she said, if, you know, if you were me, where, what would you do to, you know, what do you think the best way to, to, to auction off these masks would be, uh, you know, should I do it online or would you, or should I do it at one of those conventions? And of course, immediately I'm thinking, oh man, convention, you know, but I said, look, I said, I'm going to be honest with you, Jamie, as much as I'd love to lie to you and tell you a convention is where you should do it. I said, honestly, you know, if you do it at a convention, you know, you only have the few thousand people that might be there where if you do it online, you have the whole world that could bid against it, you know, and you'll make more money. And she goes, well, I appreciate your honesty. And I said, you know. You know, it is, you know, and she goes, well, tell me about these conventions. You know, how do they work? Do you think we could raise money through a convention? And then that's how it started. And, and it awesome. just, and so, so we did it. And, you know, we ended up raising 182,000 for the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. And I, I also don't, awesome. I donated my 10% as well. So a hundred percent of it went to the Children's Hospital and Horror Hound Magazine who put on the convention Horror Hound Weekend donated 50 percent of their profits also to the to the hospital so that's awesome that's man. yeah so yeah even going even far back to the beginning how did you get involved in the convention circuit <laughs> well i got first got involved by going as a fan uh, i didn't know what a convention was uh, my friend pat shulastra who i'm still friends with today uh he had just started working at Spencer gifts where I was working, he got hired. I didn't know him. Um, 
he came in, oddly enough, segues nicely from your last song. He came in to apply for a job wearing a misfit shirt. And I looked at him. I said, I said to my manager, you got to hire this guy. He's obviously cool. He's got a misfit shirt on. Um, (laughs) So they hired him. We became friends. He was a horror fan. I was a horror fan. And he says to me, are you going to go to the Fango convention? And I'm like, what's a Fango convention? And he showed me the ad in the magazine. And I'm looking at it. And it's one of those things that I think I probably just flipped past the pages, not knowing what it was, never really paid attention to it. Yeah. And I'm looking at it. And I remember the guests at that first show, Angus Scrim, Doug Bradley. Those are the two that stick out in my head. And I'm like, you're telling me the tall man and pinhead are going to be there. I can meet them. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) And so that was like 1989. And we went and I was hooked. And that it became, you know, nowadays there's a convention every weekend. Um, But back then it was like a yearly thing. We went once a year because there weren't lots of conventions. So it was like Christmas. Like every year we looked forward to it and we made a, it was, we got a hotel room. It was a whole thing. We, I, I looked forward to it more than Christmas. It was like, that was our thing. And then as that built and I started to get in tight with some of the promoters and vendors and, and celebrities I became friends with, I just started to get involved in that world. Um, and I guess it really came to a head in 2003 when I helped put on the Halloween Returns to Haddonfield, the 25th anniversary convention, which is yeah. what started the whole me doing all the Halloween conventions. And did you, you went to the 1993 Zombie Jamboree, right? Yeah, that was our first out of town trip. That was a, we we saw that ad maybe in Fango or so. I don't remember where we saw it because the internet still oh. really wasn't happening. Um, but we we, I, we saw that and we're like, dude, it's it's across the street from the Dawn of the Dead Mall. <laughs> and we're, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we lost our shit. And I remember me, Mike Lester, Darren Roberts, Pat Shalastra, Lawton Howell. And it was just us five. Uh, I don't think Mick, our friend Mick, was involved yet. I think it was just us five. Yeah. And we, we, oh, Pat Ray. So there were six of us. So the six of us all flew to Pittsburgh. Actually, I think that we we couldn't afford to fly to Pittsburgh. We had to fly to, we could only afford the tickets to fly to Cleveland. And then we rented a car and drove to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was a real, it was all sketchy. I knew some chick that worked, and I worked in a mortgage company at the time. And I knew some chick yeah. who husband worked for Southwest or something and got us like jumper seats, like standby tickets. It was all so sketchy. I can't believe we even made it there. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love it there. Pittsburgh's actually a sweet place to visit, it is. especially for yeah. horror fans. But I, I was at the Monroeville Mall recently, like a couple of years ago, and they they don't really have too much Dawn of the Dead stuff in there to, you know, remember it by, except for like a couple plaques. No, well, you know. they, pretty much everything has changed. Oh yeah, they've changed most of it. I mean yeah, I mean, you could still, there's still stuff you could see there. I mean, that's, that's the thing, dude. In 93, it looked exactly like the movie, except the ice rink is the only thing that was gone, um, yeah. which is the food court now. Uh, but you go now, and it looks very different. But you can still see where everything was. And if you go down that back hallway where their room was, it still looks the same, you know, because they haven't changed that. Yeah. Um, and the boiler room, if you get to go into the boiler room, um, that looks identical from the film. 
uh, where, you know, he's shooting the sh- guns ricocheting as he's trying to kill the zombie. Um, yeah. But, uh, but no, that's cool. And um, where was I going with? Oh, yeah. And I, have you been back there since they put the Romero bust there? When was that? That was more recently, though, wasn't it? Uh, I think like two years ago. Yeah. So, uh-huh. it, so yeah. I mean, so there is a big George Romero bust in in the one part of the of the mall. Um. So, I mean, and that's which that's pretty cool. They did that. I mean, they, they didn't have to do that. So I was there. I think April twenty eighteen. Uh, you must so have just missed it. Just missed yeah. It, I think yeah. I just missed it. Yeah. Um, well, that'll definitely be something we have to check out. But um, my question for this was. Was this year, 1993, was that when it kind of ignited your love for checking out filming locations, or did that come later? Uh, um, I, I think, you know, I don't know for sure. I think, I think the first, the first one, I, 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 I get mixed up on what year every certain things happen, but, yeah. but I think the first thing I ever found was the Myers house. And that was the mm-hmm. thing that really kind of kicked it into gear for me. And yeah. Um, and then I started like, you know, kind of becoming obsessed with trying to find all my favorite places. And I've pretty much found the bulk, the bulk of them. So, yeah. yeah. Was uh, the Myers house, was it still in this original spot before no. they moved it or they had just moved it? It, it, it had been moved. But when I went there <clears throat> the first time that where it was, that whole block behind the hardware store was, mm-hmm. was, a was a field. It was, nothing was there. Yeah. So I could see where it was and I, and I knew it. I don't know how I knew it, but I, I figured out that's where it was. And then mm-hmm. by looking at the movie, I found, I've, I've talked about this before. There was three step stones on the grass in between the street to, and the sidewalk. If you look at the film, when you see Jamie walk up to it, if you look, uh, away from the house towards the street, there's three little step stones and those step stones were in the grass. Um, and that kind of showed you right where it was. And I actually went and dug one up and it's in my backyard. I use it. It's a, <laughs> oh, <there you> go. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. So it's with my step stones and I have step stones in my backyard. It's the one that lo- doesn't look like the other ones. So, <laughs> so back to the mortgage company, uh, <laughs> tell us about how you found out about Tony Moran working there. Um, one day I was on the phone with, uh, it was like a broker I was, had business with yeah, and I was on the phone with him and somehow he knew I was into horror or whatever. Uh, cause I think at that time, so this has had to have been 2000, I want to say this had to be like 2006 probably, okay. uh, I was all, I'd already done the Halloween convention. I'd already done the 25 years of terror documentary. And at this time, I believe I was writing for maybe dread central. It was either dread central or horror channel. Cause I think it was after that was long after creature corner. So it was either the horror channel or dread central, probably dread central. And I was on the phone with the guy and he says, Oh, Hey, you're a big horror fan. Right. And I said, yeah. And he goes, you know, one of the guys that played Michael Myers works here. And I go, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. What's his name? You know, thinking this guy's full of shit. You know what you're talking about. And he said, Tony Moran. And I go, oh shit. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he works there. And so I said, no, I said, could, could, uh, you know, could, could you put me in touch with him? Cause I, t- you know, I'd love to talk to him. And so 
he got him on the phone and Tony was a very guarded dude for sure. And we hit it off immediately, you know, uh, cause I, you know, I was in the business that he's in, you know, I think he was all, I don't know what he was at the time. He was a loan officer or something. And, um, so I said to him, I go, Hey, would you, I, I literally did this as an excuse to meet him. Uh, I just said, Hey, you know, would you be willing to do an interview, uh, for dread central? And he said, sure. Can I come, you know, interview? So I drove to LA, went to his office. We went into a boardroom and sat down the recorder. I interviewed him. And then at the end of the interview, I pulled out, I said, would you mind signing a couple things for me? And I had brought my Halloween posters and he's like, wow, he goes, this is weird. I've never signed an autograph before. And I said, you've wow. never, ever? And he said, no, ever. And so I'm like, this is your first autograph ever. And he, he said, yeah. And I was like, holy shit. And then I told him, I said, you know, there's a lot of fans that would love to meet you and get your signature. And he's like, nah, you're full of shit. And I go, no, I'm serious. There's these conventions. I started telling him about it. Now, at this point, I wasn't repping anybody yet. I'd know I wasn't yet. I was doing conventions I was going to conventions, reviewing them for Dread Central and mm-hmm. I, and going as a fan. And uh, so I knew my buddy, Evan, who does Mad Monster Party. He was putting on a convention in Van Nuys called Necro Comic Con. It's the infamous convention that O.J. Simpson attended as a guest. No shit. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. So, no, true. Autographing butcher knives and anything you brought him. Yeah. <laughs> True story. So anyway, so I talked to Tom. I said, hey, you want to give this one a shot? It's local. You just go to it, see if you like it. If you don't like it, go home. And he said, okay. So he tried it. He loved it. He was hooked. He's clearly hooked. He's never looked back since. And uh, another sort of long story where he asked me to, you know, if there was somebody that could help him get into more conventions. And I tried to hook him up with another agent that I knew who do, who did what I do now. And that guy passed on him and said, Oh, wasn't he only in the movie for like eight seconds? And he's like, yeah, pass. And I was like, really? I said, I think, you know, he's doing well. And he goes, ah, pass. So, so I told, so Tony said, Oh, did you talk to that guy? And I said, yeah, I did. And he goes, what'd he say? And I told him what he said. And he goes, fuck that guy. Why don't you, why don't you manage me? And I go, okay. And, and that's how, that's literally how it started. That's how my whole business started. And unfortunately, at one point, you know, after working together for a couple of years, Tony and I were, were really good friends. And uh, at some point when the well started to run dry a little bit, like he had kind of done the circuit and he was still, well, let's go back and do those shows again. I'm like, that's not really how it works. They don't take you back that quickly. You know, they, they like to have fresh faces. Mm-hmm. Well, he felt that I wasn't, I wasn't doing my job. And so he said, I'm going to, I'm going to move on. And I said, okay. And then from that point on, there was like this weird animosity towards me. Cause he wasn't, cause it didn't work out for him at first. I think he wasn't, he was getting turned down. Then I heard through the rumor mill that he was telling people, Sean Clark's keeping me out of these shows. And I'm like, I wasn't keeping him. I, I had nothing to do with any of that. And so I, I was like the excuse as to why he couldn't get in. I don't know. And now, you know, he's been doing them forever and I see him around and he yells 
profanities at me every time I see him. <laughs> he hates me. I, I I have no idea why. It's stupid. It's it. Nothing ever happened. It's all in his head. So. Oh well, yeah. hopefully he'll come around eventually. I I, yeah. I don't think so. And you, he's he's dug himself pretty deep on that one. Yeah, uh, back him. Um, yeah. So uh, oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, so sorry, I'm just gonna forget this. So uh, so with that in mind, mm-hmm. uh, tell us about finding Sandy Johnson. Yeah. Uh, I remember well, when you were looking for her on social media yeah. and all that. Yeah, too. I remember that too. So I didn't find her, but. I was responsible for for how it happened. So, oh, okay. I've been looking for her forever. Couldn't find her. And uh <clears throat> and I had kind of given up. And Ryan Turek called me one day and said, "Hey, do you know how to find how to find Sandy Johnson? We we are using footage of her. We want to use footage of her in Halloween 2018." <laughs> but we need her to sign a release. Um, And I said, dude, I've been trying to find her for years. I have no idea. And I said, you know what? I have an idea though, how we might be able to find her. So I called uncle creepy from dread central, who was at dread central at the time. He, it was like, I think it was like one of the last articles he ever did for dread central. And I said, Hey, could you do me a favor? Could you write an article on whatever happened to Sandy Johnson? And just basically talk about how, you know, she's this, iconic character from this classic film. And then she basically fell off the face of the earth. I said, the reason I want you to write this article is some fan will see this and track her down. It'll, it'll happen. I just know it. It happened, but it wasn't a fan that tracked her down. It was another agent, a guy named Rick Henriques, who's a friend of mine. He somehow he, he saw the article. He, he got motivated to find her. He found her and now they work together. So, so it was my idea that sparked it, but uh, but he's the one who actually found her. Yeah, and then that led to um, obviously because they needed to obtain the footage. Well, they needed to use the footage yeah. for the new movie, and that also led to her being like you know appearing at H forty as well, right? Yeah, that that was her first appearance, I believe. That was her first convention. Oh, it totally was. And uh, and then uh, yeah, she got to go to the premiere and everything too. I saw her at the premiere. You know, it was sort of a. That's awesome. I met, you know, she's living this sort of nether life and all of a sudden this whole thing she didn't know existed, uh, changed her life. Um, you know, sometimes it's for better or for worse with some of these people, you know, I mean, you know, sometimes, uh, it can almost create a monster, so to speak. Not that I'm saying that she is, I'm saying it, but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah. seen it happen where somebody who just was a normal dude suddenly gets a taste of that fame. And then it goes to their head and, and course, let it, go. Big time. I, it happens a lot, unfortunately in this business. So what was she doing before this? I think she was, a, she a school teacher or something. Yeah. Cause I think her, her husband, when I was talking to her husband at age 40, uh, I think he said he was a professor as well yeah. at a university, I believe. So I think they're, they both, uh, they both teach. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I, I think so. I don't, I, don't I, I mean, I know her, but I don't really know her, know her. So. Yeah, and now she's doing conventions around the clock. Like she's been, she's probably done fifteen of yeah. twenty at least. Yeah, since. she's got, she's got the bug, as we say. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. But hey, good for her, man. I'm glad to see she's out of the, she's popped out of the woodwork, and now she's like interacting with all the fans. I mean, you know? can you imagine, you know, going from pretty much obscurity to finding out that people would hand you forty dollars for you to sign your name? I mean, 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's and to be able to fly anywhere and you know, see yeah, new places. travel, yeah, yeah. Yes. of course. So, obviously, it's a it's yeah, it's a good deal for sure. Yeah, so uh, are there any celebrity names you have yet to work with that you've always wanted to, or or in the very least, just meet? Because I know you've met a lot of people over the years, yeah. I mean, obviously, we all have our wish lists. Um, as far as client wish lists, you know, you there's there's various from people i admire to people i i know would make me a lot of money um so that that list isn't really fair uh but as far as people fair enough people that i'm i would like to meet just to meet that i'm a fan of uh harrison ford is a big one i've never met him <laughs> he uh, walked right past me like a month ago <laughs> i uh i uh, did background on his new movie call of the wild and uh like well that was a thing like i had to like cross just like cross in front of him uh, and i was afraid i was gonna bump into him yeah. and he just said to me hey if you bump into me don't worry about it I'm like yes sir like if this <laughs> tells you something you just you do what you're told <laughs> yeah no yeah he was he, like that <clears throat> from what i witnessed that guy was a hard worker yeah. and you know he's you know he earned he earned where he's at today but yeah, yeah. but uh who else who else uh, uh, would you say uh, I mean, you know, and there's there's always the ones that you're like you're afraid to meet because you, you you've heard the stories that they're assholes or, yeah. or you, you, you know obviously George, George Lucas is one of them. Like I'm a I I've you know I've never heard good things about George Lucas and, and oh damn our roommate actually ran into him recently yeah. like two months ago at uh, El Coyote the Mexican restaurant. Oh yeah. oh yeah, he was sitting there and I guess it went viral really quick. My my roommate was actually there and he just was too scared to go up to him. Uh, well, you know, it's different. Like when they're sitting down and, and talking, like even like, oh, well, Nico McBrain of Iron Maiden, his son and I are uh, friends, and even like he tells me, like when my he's like when my dad is sitting down and eating, uh, he doesn't like to be disturbed. Like he, like he says, if you come up and at least ask could, when you're done, could we get a picture? He's like, yeah. But it's like when you're eating, I get it. You yeah. kind of want to just enjoy your meal. That's a big no no when they're when they're eating. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it, it, it's yeah. the worst too, because like, you know, I, I've gone out with lots of clients, you know, and some of the big ones too, you know, like, like Norman Reedus yeah. and you're sitting down and you're having a meal and it's that thing where, you know, you just don't, don't, don't bother them when they're eating, when we're leaving. Cool. That's cool. But not totally when, and, 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 and then there's nothing worse than when like you're sitting there eating and you see somebody trying to sneak a photo, you know, and they got their cell and they're like, you know, oh, I mean, noxious. that makes him crazy. That makes an, anybody crazy. You know, it's an intrusion. Oh, I agree. Um, yeah. But then the worst is if somebody comes up, it's a chain reaction. If somebody comes up to the table and, and asks for a picture or something, it, then all and they do it like, OK, you know, whatever. <laughs> then all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's cool about it. And then everybody starts to come up and it just turns into a. Th yeah, it's like, no, nah, that, yeah, that's yeah, it's not good. Um, but yeah, had, so George Lucas, yeah. uh, Steven Spielberg would be another one. So Henry, uh, Harrison Ford, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas. And then my two sports heroes I've never met, Dan Marino, that'd be one. Yes. And uh, <laughs> Gary Payton. Uh, I don't know if you know who he is. So he was on the Sonics, Seattle Supersonics. Gotcha. The glove. He was also on the Lakers, and, <clears throat> and he won a ring with the Heat. Um, but uh, those those are my tops. Uh, and then there's a few like I'd love to meet, like Christian Bale or Gary Oldman. Uh, yeah, but never met them. 
I had an awkward run in with Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I was at I was going to see the movie The Lodge at AMC, mm-hmm. and I had already seen it like twice, but uh, it's pretty great. So uh, I went to see it, and I think he was in the same movie as us. But right after we got out, I went to the bathroom. My my roommate went to the bathroom, and I just kind of followed over there and just waited for him. And out comes Trent Reznor right out of the bathroom. I'm just like, how do I say hi to somebody that's walking out of a bathroom? Like that is so awkward. So I I didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's... He was with his wife too, I think. Um, but then I I actually ran into Danzig, Glenn Danzig from Misfits, like oh my in God, 2015. And yeah, this is like five <laughs> years ago. And I was at the 99 cent store on Pico in Santa Monica. And I was just, I just came out of like a class or something. And yeah, he was getting cat food or something in there. And we actually locked eyes. I didn't actually see him until we locked eyes. Like I was literally grabbing a blue kitchen towel, like at this dollar store. And he comes by and just locks eyes with me. And he just looked so pissed off. Like he looked like, <laughs> like if I even mentioned misfits or mentioned anything, like he would have punched me. So. I I didn't even bother saying. Yeah, he's 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 probably not the friendliest dude on the planet. <laughs> I think like two of the friendliest run-ins I've had, like in like a public place, were David Yost from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the nineties, mm-hmm. and then also uh, Cassandra Peterson, Elvira. Yeah, she's like cool. uh, I just randomly ran into her at like a, it's like a grocery market on uh, I think Beverly, like near the the Grove or something like that. And no, it was just like quick. I just did like a quick hello and goodbye because I had to go straight to work after that. And uh, but like I just said, I'm like, oh, Cassandra Peterson. And I'm like, oh, I'm a fan of your work. Uh, good to see you. And like it was just like I, I'm sure she was busy and in her own world. And I'm sure like one of those, a lot of those people are just going grocery shopping. They just want to get stuff done and go home. So I, I totally get it. You know, yeah. you kind like the more you work with those kinds of people, you get a very you get an understanding of their lifestyle and their work too. Yeah. You know, nowadays I actually, I feel, I kind of feel for them because, you know, in this whole new world of everybody has a cell phone camera, it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it it can be overwhelming everybody, you know, because somebody sees someone taking a picture of someone and then they all jump in like they want, even if they don't even know who the person is. It's like, oh, that must be somebody famous. Can I get a photo too? And it's like, oh, you know. royally pisses me off. Yeah. I hate Big people time. like that. So, yeah. So it's, yeah. I, I, oh, Kurt Russell's another big one. I've never met Kurt Russell. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely. No. I mean, he's somebody I'd like. He's like probably my number one of like who I'd want as a client. You know? Yeah. Well, if you could get like an Escape from New York reunion, like with. <sighs> The surviving cast that would be amazing would love to if only yeah yeah when you run into people like that do you are you more concerned about getting an autograph or more concerned about getting a picture like if you had to choose one uh what do you normally go to uh, uh, i'm more about like a picture yeah honestly. picture i mean so, i'm just trying to think you know because it's a weird situation where it's like when i run into yeah. someone like that it's like you know, a lot of things go through my mind. I autograph doesn't go through my mind because the only no. time I'd want something, I'd have to actually have the thing I want signed with me. You know, exactly. I just happen to have this escape from New York poster, you know? Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it would be pitcher or there's the, there's the thing that goes through my head. Should I pitch them, you know, on the convention oh, yeah. thing, you know, should I say, Hey, by the way, you know, I do this, you know? Um, I, you know, and even it's, it's awkward, even in like professional situations. Cause I, I don't, I, ugh, I, I just hate 
I hate doing it. I hate the pitch, so to speak. Yeah, um, of course. I mean, yeah. 99% of my business is referral based. So like my clients will tell their friends or like, oh, I just worked with so-and-so and I mentioned the convention thing to him. And, you know, he said you should give him a call, that kind of thing. So like when we were just recently doing the commentary for Idle Hands, I, I moderated the commentary for Idle Hands for the new Scream Factory release. Um, I put it together. I got uh, Devin Sawa, Vivka Fox, and uh, Eldon Henson, who all three I rep, right? There's that email sound again. I rep all three of them. And the Scream Factory guys got Seth Green on board. So I'm sitting there and we've been hanging out the whole time. We just watched the movie. We just did the commentary together and we're, we're, we're about to leave. And I had brought a, an idle hands poster to have, a, you know, as I figured, don't want to have them all sign it. And then I'm like, Oh, that's so fanboyish. I don't think I should do it. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then Vivica says, Oh, Hey, when are we going to do another of those monster thingies? And, and and Seth goes monster thingy. What's that? And and I and she goes oh conventions. She goes Sean books us all on the conventions. You don't do those conventions like that, you know. And, and so then I go yeah. I said I said oddly enough, this is what I do full time. I'm a personal appearance agent. I said and I work with Devin, Eldon, and Vivica. I said so we've done some Idle Hands reunions. If you're interested, you know, if you'd ever. And he's like, oh, oh, oh Mary, you know. And uh, <laughs> that was my best uh, person. Uh, so I gave him my card. You know, I never heard from him, but you know. Eh, you never know. Yeah. You never know what will happen down the road. Yeah, but but sure. it wouldn't have been a good look to say. And here, could you sign my poster? That just you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, that, you know, now it's it's a little fanboyish. You know, I, I don't. You know. It'll happen. When is the uh, the street date for that? It's like May twelfth or something, twenty sixth. Who knows now? I mean, uh, uh, oh yeah, it might change. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, and that's the only thing I did on that release. I didn't do any of the bonus features. I just I just did the commentary. That's still sweet. All right, we'll be right back, and we'll have some fan questions. This is Rob Zombie, sick bubblegum, but I actually call him Bob Zombie. <laughs> Hey, we all know how we're going to die, baby. We're going to crash and burn.
All right, we're back, and I am absolutely bitter because Sean Clark just showed me something amazing on the, on the little video here. He's got several copies of the Coupe de Ville's vinyl. Uh, how did you manage to do that? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Did you guys see my post yesterday? I, no, I, I didn't. I think, uh, yeah, I saw you You posted about the Coupe de Ville's uh, vinyl. Yeah. yeah. So um, oh my <clears throat> I bought my first copy of that from Alan Howarth, uh, I want to say at age 35, he had, a, he had found a few copies or something and he was selling them for like 150 a piece. Um, so I bought one immediately, uh, which now seems like a steal from, <laughs> uh, he should have held on to him. Uh, but then I was at Nick's house and Nick found a couple copies and, you know, and he said, you want one? And they were sealed. And I go, are you kidding me? Of I said, you know, I already have one. He goes, but you don't have a sealed one. And I go, that's true. <laughs> so so I have an open copy that I had all three of them sign. And then I have a sealed one. for. And then he asked me to auction one off for him. So Didn't they only awesome. press like 150 of those? Yeah, each each of them got 50 copies. Uh, so, oh my God. so they each got a box of 50 to give to friends and stuff. How much would you like for one of those? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say this. This kind of popped into my head. Mm. Now, for H45, if you could get the Coupe de Ville's to perform. Believe me. The VIP party, tried. You tried oh, it? I, oh, I, come on. Uh, it, it, this is, I mean, we tried it. We were pushing hard for it for H40. Because originally, yeah. we were trying to get Carpenter to play. And that was the whole idea. was going to have Carpenter perform on Saturday night. And for whatever reason, I, you know, I don't know what it is, dude, about John and, and the Halloween convention. He is, I mean, he just won't do it. I, I, we've tried H25, 30, 35, 40. He just won't do it. And this was the one year we thought, okay, he's actually back into, you know, he's, he's you know, doing the score for the new film He's playing live. We should be able to get him. And we tried. And then he went ahead and booked a tour in Europe the same time. It was almost like he did it on purpose. I don't know. You know, maybe I'm being paranoid, but it just, it feels like for whatever reason, he just does not want to have anything to do with the Halloween convention. I don't know why. So I don't know. I, I've met him a couple of times. He doesn't seem like to be too overly stoked about meet and greets in general. I don't think that's, I don't think that's his thing. I don't know. No, it, it's not for it's not for everybody, right? Yeah. You know, it's not. Yeah. No, he, he's a little overly grumpy. I'll be honest. <laughs> to be fair, uh, but, I'll have to. Say. And I don't think he would take any offense by me saying that. He'd probably say, "Yep, that's right." You know, he's very kind of. Uh, well, I still I still haven't met him yet, yeah. so I have yet to make my opinions. But I mean. Hopefully one of those days I'll get a chance to. <laughs> yeah, his concerts are pretty kick-ass though. Yeah, I've seen him live in Syracuse. That is the only time I think I've ever seen that man happy is on stage playing. Oh, do you see his fingers? Do you see how his fingers like dance while he's on stage? We yeah. call him creepy fingers. Yeah. Well, Me and know, my friend Peter. I, I gotta give it to him. He's an incredible composer and performer. Yeah. You know, not just a director, but the guy's multi-talented. Yeah. So I really have to give it to him. Yeah, I know uh, he's. Uh, you know, I, I think. Tommy talked to John, Tommy or Nick talked to John about the Coupe de Ville's reunion. And he says, 
he he said that he he doesn't he doesn't think he can sing those songs anymore that he he doesn't have the voice for it anymore so i don't think we're ever going to see a, a real coupe de ville's reunion yeah in our dreams yeah but well, the big question and i and i i even asked john about this is why not have you know he's so tight with sacred bones have them re-release the album you know and he's just like ah nah Okay. He just cut, he just he just dismissed it immediately. So, oh god, I saw somewhere that you said you are you you are or used to be a big hardcore fan, or you were you grew up in the scene. Um, I mean, I still am. I mean, I'm not. Re- I don't really follow the new school stuff at all. But I I still yeah. I I'm still breaking out all my favorites. You know, Chromag, sick of it all. You know, all that stuff. Oh yeah, Chromag is great. Yeah. yeah. We saw Sick of It All at Warp Tour a couple years ago, didn't we? Did we? Yeah. They played, was it I think, like 20, five years 2017? ago. 2017? Like when it was the Adolescence and a few other bands? I don't know. It was a good year. But they definitely yeah. had Sick of It All. Yeah, those guys are great. I mean, one of my old bands, Yuck Mouth, our first show, I think our first legit show was opening for them uh, in 89. <laughs> they, cool. They've been around a while. So what do you think is the future state of conventions right now with this virus? Uh, it's, it's, uh, so up in the air, obviously, but yeah, I mean, I'd like to think it's going to come back. You know, I, I can't imagine it won't, but I mean, I, I, you know, I, I see all these conventions, you know, obviously I'm spending a lot of my time. I mean, today alone, I got two emails from conventions telling me they're postponing to next year or whatever. Um, so, you know, I'm constantly having to go back to my clients and let them know, Hey, here's the latest, you know, that show you're booked into is now being moved to this date. Can you do this? It's a big pain in the ass for me. I mean, I, I'm doing, having to do twice, three times the work (laughs) and nothing's happening. And then, you know, you got people scared, you know, I got clients that are afraid to, you know, Mm -hmm. Some that are older, you know that you know. So I just kind of—it's I mean, understandable, yeah. you know. It's understandable. Mm-hmm. I feel like this year is going to be a wash. I really, I got—I don't think anything's going to happen this year. The way things are going, I, I yeah, I'm kind of feeling that too. I mean, I think I—I I don't know if it's been made official yet, but somebody was saying that it, that looked like San Diego Comic Con was definitely going to be canceled. I mean, that's massive. Oh, oh for sure, that's got to be. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me at this point. I mean, that's like a hundred thousand people. No, that's like five hundred thousand people. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> you right. You're right. The, I've only been one. The entire city. Uh, you know, it's yeah. it's insane, and it and it, it is the most like you're walking around crammed. You know, it's like nobody's gonna want to go there. Um, no. But uh, yeah, I just I I mean, hey, I'm I'm keeping my hopes uh mm-hmm. up that well that's all you that's all you can do keep your high like your hopes high and just hope for the best really yeah i mean you know? as of right now i'll be perfectly honest with you i'm really loving the time off because i have yeah. i haven't had time off in years years <laughs> and uh to me a vacation because i travel so much a vacation is staying home and just being in my house which i never get to do so uh i love it my fiance hates it she's she's our she she likes traveling but i you know i've been doing it a lot lot longer so yeah well uh 
One thing I do have to ask, because I think this would be a good question as mm -hmm. well. Of all the conventions you have been to, what is your most fond memory? Um, as a booker or even as a as a fan? It's got to be getting Jamie. Uh, it's got to be one that, of them. You know, that's a highlight for sure. Although that was a yeah. very stressful weekend for me, you know, because yeah. she's a she's a tough one, man. She's a tough cookie. Uh, and I was so worried about disappointing her, you know. Um, and fortunately, it went great, and we became great friends. And you know, so it, it it worked out great. But when I watched that the night she came home documentary, all I can mm -hmm. think about while I watched that is all the problems that were going on behind the scenes. In addition yeah. to one of those days I, I suffer from migraines. I had a bad migraine that day and it was killing me. And that just made things 10 times worse for me. Um, and I just had to suck it up and, and fight through it. You know, uh, I mean, the kind of migraines I get would probably put a normal person on their back, you know, but I, I just had to like try to ignore it and, and, you know, get through it, uh, because there was nothing I could do. Um, so f fondest memories conventions. I, I'm, ugh, there's that email again. Jesus junk mail. Crazy. Um, we're not even hearing it. You don't, even hear, you don't hear it. Yeah. It's, it's literally no. when it goes off in my headphones, it's like, bang, it's super loud. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, we're not here. We're not here. <laughs> um, for me, when I look back on when I was talking about earlier, how every year we'd go to the Fangoria weekend horrors in LA and it was like Christmas yeah. There's nothing that can compare to those feelings uh, when me and my best friends used to go to those shows. I, it, it's it, it almost brings a tear to my eye, like how special those times were, because we were all the best of friends. You know, as you get older, you know, I'm much older than you guys, but you'll see as you get older, your friends start to fall to the wayside. You know, you don't you don't have as many friends as you did because everybody gets busy with life, you know? And uh, it was just, those were such great times and we had so much fun. I, I Those don't compare to anything. And then the the, the zombie jamboree thing, that's kind of was yeah. the pinnacle. Um, yeah, so it, it's, it's I, you, those, those memories can't be replaced. As far as modern day stuff, yeah, the Jamie thing was a big deal. Um, Will we ever see her again is the question. Um, I mean, she said she was one and done kind of, right? That's, that was the whole thing. That was her motto from day one. And I, and I tried to tell her, you know, at the time as, as gently as I could, cause I didn't know her that well yet was, uh, yeah. you know, are you sure you want to do that? Because what if you enjoy it? And she's like, no, 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 it's a one and done, one and done. And then, quite frankly, she enjoyed it. She actually was surprised at how much she, you know, she, she, all her fears about the things that she thought it could be when she realized it wasn't that she was like, wow, okay. You know, this is kind of cool. Maybe I shouldn't have said one and done, but it is what it is. So with that said, we have talked about another, another possible one. Um, mm -hmm. and, the shitty part about it, I guess I'll kind of break it right now was we were talking about doing it this year and, oh, man. and it, I haven't spoken to her since the pandemic. 
because clearly yeah. that's not happening now. Um, so it, 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 so she's open to it. I mean, if if life yeah. gets back to normal, I think we will see her do another one. Um, again, she won't be on the circuit, so to speak. Yeah. But you know, will she do another thing for charity for the children's hospital? I think so. You know, we were talking about was that it. local. Was that local or is that some somewhere in a different state? No, uh, where she would do it, you mean? Where she was going to do it, yeah. Uh, if that was to happen. We were we were talking about Horror Hound again in, uh, mm. in Indianapolis again, uh, where she okay. did it before. Uh, because she she's a very, this is her own quote, she's a very type A person. That's what she, she told me one day. So she yeah. she likes things done a certain way. She likes a certain type of professionalism. And she was very impressed with how they did things. And mm-hmm. the fact that they donated half of their portion to the hospital as well, all that stuff, that resonated with her. And she was like, I would do another one with them, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, that was the idea, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I, I mean, ideally, it would be better if we could do it in LA. Uh, yeah, like sure. I mean, I thought, I thought for sure the fortieth there was like a chance. We talked uh, there. We were yeah. trying to make it work, but she had already had a prior uh, uh, commitment with a big. Uh, uh, there was a Chris, her husband. Uh, his his family is in uh, Europe, like because uh, over there he's like a lord or some shit, you know, and she, you know. Uh, and and anyway, they had a, a family vacation thing uh, that was all planned for that exact same time over in the UK. And she said, "There's no way to move it." So she made a video. I don't know if you guys saw it. That we, yeah, we played it we, at the thing. Yeah, it was played back. She said, "I'm sorry, I couldn't make it and all that." But no, I'm glad to see that she was at least able to, you know, do that for the fans. Yeah, you know. Now she's she's so she's so cool. I mean, she really got a bad rap there for a few years. You know because she was getting irritated with all the horror fans showing up at her children book signings. And I understand, Oh, you know, yeah, it's not the really the appropriate place to be breaking out slasher posters. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard, I've heard she gets kind of offended or not offended, but she gets kind of irritated when she does like, a, like her book signings yeah. or something. And people will come up with all like Halloween terror train prom night posters. Yeah. And, and I, and I, I, I'm guilty as charged. I mean, the first time I met her, <laughs> The very first book signing she did in like 95 or something for her first children's book, I found out I was there with all my shit. And and, <laughs> and she was very accommodating for the first few. Uh, but then as time went on, she was like, okay, guys, you know, now, and, and, and then she stopped signing. Uh, I never experienced that because I, I, I got my stuff done and I was cool. You know? Yeah. And she's not even really a horror fan anyway. So no, not at all. I, I mean, when I, not at all. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard the commentary I did with her and Steve Miner for H2O, but the whole time we, we were doing it, she was, I mean, you can hear her on the commentary. She was telling me, Sean, tell me when the scary parts are coming of her own movie. Cause she didn't, she didn't want to sit. She'd like turn her head. She's a total, she's a total chicken. So speaking of h2o i was actually just on ebay the other day sometimes i'll look on there for like screen use props and stuff the actual the knife from the one scene where she's like stabbing the girl in the kitchen or whatever mm-hmm. that's on ebay right now for like three grand really 
Hmm. Oh, like the one where she comes out of like the little escalator? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Which I think they used that knife in multiple scenes, at least from what they were showing on there. Well, they had to have. I mean, I don't know. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to send that to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, if anybody's going to get their hands on it, it would definitely be Sean. uh, You know, it's, it's, it's tough sometimes. Like, I see a lot of that stuff pop up, especially Mm -hmm. with knives. I mean, it's hard to tell. I mean, I I need to trace it back to where it came from to find out if it's legit. Nowadays, it's so easy to fake stuff. You got to be real careful. Of course. You got to pull up like the high res, you know, pictures of it and screen match all the details. Yeah, but even then, you can, I mean, if it's a, if it's a commonly like store bought knife, I mean, you. How would you know? You know. Yeah. Do you get most of your stuff from auctions, or do you get a lot of it off like eBay and props? Store um, or not too much on eBay. Um, yeah. A lot of auction houses, uh, private collectors. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the auction houses, man, they just rape you. They rape you. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt. Wouldn't and doubt and it. you know what? I mean, hey, you know. I've bought a lot from certain ones, but they don't, I'm sorry. They don't do their homework very well. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not uh, like, you know, profiles in history. I've bought a lot of stuff from, but like yeah. that last auction where they had that screen used Myers mask and hammer, which were both, I mean, you looked at the picture, you clearly could see that was a trick or treat studios mask. It was not even close to the screen used. What? And it was, yeah. It was like, are you guys even checking the shit and then the hand and then the hammer you know it said oh rubber you know prop rubber hammer i talked to chris nelson he goes we didn't use any rubber hammers that's he, I, I sent him the link he goes that's totally fake and then you know all these fans so what happened with all that fans started calling him out on it and they pulled it from the auction Jesus. but it should have never made it into the catalog you know i'm surprised they did that of all people i I mean, I used to like that show that came out. It was a cool show. I used to love that show. Yeah. But, I mean, even with them, you have to be careful and do your homework and make sure it's legit. Just because Mm -hmm. they sign a COA doesn't make it legit. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have an impressive collection of, like, screen news stuff. (laughs) I just, I got a piece of the Goonies house. I'm happy with that. There you go, man. For now. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Um, But we got some fan questions for you if you're interested. Uh, Sure. See, uh, Jeremy Moorhead. I know him. Which I'm not. You know Jeremy, yeah. <laughs> he said he's not a fan. Would, he's a would, friend. <laughs> he, he's high. He's definitely both. Um, <laughs> who would be your dream client to book? Uh, Russell, Kurt Russell. Yeah, and then he also asked about Kurt Russell. He said, "When are you going to get Kurt Russell <laughs> as a client?" <laughs> um, you know, I, I haven't. I. I don't have any connections to him. I mean, the the best way to get a guy like that would to be to to know someone that knows him. I mean, is going through his agents and that never works. You know, just find Tarantino somewhere. What? Yeah, just find Ta- Tarantino. Find Tarantino. Yeah. He probably still is friends with him. <laughs> yeah. And then he also wanted to know: Do you still geek out over any celebrities, even though you've met them or rep them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's weird, you know, sometimes when I'm working a convention, you know, with somebody who's a client who's become a friend, 
And then you just, you, for a split second, you kind of stop and go, wow, this is, you know, you think they're, wow, I'm having lunch with blah, 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 you know, and, and you just kind of go, this is a trip. You know, yesterday I went to Nick Castle's house, you know, and every once yes, in a while you did. stop and you go, I'm at fucking Michael Myers house. It's crazy. You know, <laughs> you know, it's stuff like that happens. Um, but as far as geeking out nowadays, I geek out over this, the random people. Like I'm, I'm more interested yeah. in meeting somebody that most people would probably be like, who, what, you know, <laughs> um, like for me, my white whale, this is so stupid. I, I forgot to bring this one up because he's definitely sort of my white whale is Chris Makepeace from Meatballs and My Bodyguard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was such yeah, a fan yeah. of those two movies when I was a kid and I've always wanted to meet Chris Makepeace and he, I've never met him. I heard he won't really do much of anything, you know, related to the business. Like he's behind the camera now works in Toronto Maybe someday I'll get to meet him, but he's he's kind of my white whale. It's just a stupid, stupid one, but it's uh, you know, that's my my white whale would have been like Jim Varney, but he's passed away, yeah. so kind of sucks. Um, another person I know you know, Robert Patterson. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, "Tell tell him we should do a horror trek across America one summer." Horror trek across America. Yeah, like I guess he wants to do like locations across America or something like that. That'd be well, pretty if, if if things continue the way they are right now, and I have this extra time, I may take him up on it. <laughs> Let's go do it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I did that a few times. I've I've actually driven from New York to LA like four times, three four times. Yeah. I've was, done Texas Chainsaw. It was funny. Yeah, we visited the locations from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake in two thousand three. We found the old Crawford Mill. Mm -hmm. And uh, what, what else did we find? The house. What did course. we break into? We broke into something. The old Crawford Mill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, it's, like, abandoned, like, in a field. And you could just kind of walk in. And I'm like, okay. It's kind of dangerous. You couldn't though. get too close yeah. to the house, though, right? I heard that guy's like, no. Oh, no, 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 no. They, they can legally shoot. That's what I heard. The house is like, we, yeah. the house literally says, like, on the sign, they're like, we will shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, like, a Lam Lamborghini and, like, the friggin' road that's yeah it looked it looked like a nice house i'm sure they probably just had to like remodel the whole thing for the movie <laughs> but the original house they're they're more than inviting. Oh, yeah. you know their rest their restaurant's real nice it's got decent enough food and yeah you can go up to the attic and everything it's cool yeah all right uh let's see peter vulo i know him one of my good friends peter uh he actually he runs a horse a monthly horror <laughs> series called thursday night terrors back in buffalo new york called what and i uh thursday night terrors okay and he, he basically shows a new horror movie every month, and he always sells it out. It's amazing. Cool. Um, I've been there a bunch of times. Let's see what he said. He said, what are some horror filming locations he hasn't visited yet, and is there a dream film location he'd like to visit someday? That's a good one. Um, hmm. I mean, yeah, there obviously is filming locations I haven't visited. Uh, it's always going to be. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, as far as uh, a dream location... Uh, hmm, that's tough. I don't know. I mean, I, th there are things I haven't, I haven't that I'd like to, but I'm trying to think if there's one mm -hmm. that's eluded me. I guess one that I, I've, I've always wanted to. There, there's two actually, but the, but okay. one of them is basic, and it, it's one of those things where, for me, my what drove me to do this was to be the first guy to find them. 
because you know i was doing it before the internet i was i was yeah. out there really seeking them out now people just google shit and they know where it is yeah but for me the one that I've always wanted to go to and I never have. And I've kind of just put it off because everybody's been there, but me is Martha's vineyard for jaws. Yeah, um, yeah. and then, uh, another one God, I just had it popped in my head. The other one, um, Oh Christ. I was just thinking of something. I just totally had a brain for it. I can't remember what it was. Oh, days of the dead. Um, for, uh, the, uh, to go down to the mine, the, south florida scenes or, i haven't uh, been to Pittsburgh? any of them but i mean the mine the yeah. underground mine where they they yeah. shot all pretty much that's everything cool. i've i've had opportunities i just haven't ever done it but that's i've always wanted to go check those out um, i'm just like wondering like i don't know if like some of it was like a like i doubt it was a sound stage but yeah like a lot of that mine it was stuff, all shot like, down there like it was all shot down yeah. in that mine so <laughs> yeah insane. so i mean it's changed a, a great deal from what i've been told uh yeah. But still, it'd just be cool, and also, you know, where the ele- the giant elevator was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to go down to uh, was it Fort Wayne? Is that where Fort Fort Wayne, Florida? Is that what it? Is? Yeah, or Fort Myers, was, Fort, yeah. Myers. Fort, Fort Myers, Fort Myers, yeah, Myers. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where he's like, hello, hello, <laughs> you know, I do that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never been to any of those. I need to go to those. <clears throat> We've, we've done a lot of locations over the years and uh, one that really sticks out like just in the past year that was just kind of a crazy day was doing the Devil's Rejects ones mm, okay. from Rob yeah. Zombie. We got, kicked, we got kicked out of like almost all of them, literally. Yeah. <laughs> like we, went, we tried to get on the ranch. Obviously, you can't get on the yeah. ranch to see the house and the security dude was there and he just obviously wouldn't budge. And then we went to the motel and usually I've, I've been there a couple of times. Usually it's like okay to get kind of close to that. But uh, not really this time. This guy basically threatened to shoot us, and he was super old. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah, I got chased uh, out of there before. Um, did you find? Yeah, did yeah. you find Spalding's house? I was the first guy to find it. The one that's oh no, with the girl. Yeah, or the Ginger Lynn Allen. You know, I tried. I tried for some reason. I couldn't. I I went right to the area, and I don't know if I had the wrong address, but I was definitely right I mean, there. Hey, there's a good chance they could have tore it down by now because it was abandoned. Uh, I think it was torn down. <clears throat> me and my friend Anthony broke in, broke into it. And believe me, oh, you're yeah. out in Lancaster in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. first off, we're like, is anybody in there? If we go in there, is is are we going to get shot? Because we walked in and it was fully furnished. But like uh-huh. clearly not. I mean, there, the floor had probably three inches of dirt. Uh, in every room like it just been through dust storms and everything and you know as we're walking through there it was sketchy as hell super exciting but sketchy as hell mm-hmm. and the way one of the reasons i knew i was but first off nobody had ever posted any information on it and the other thing was in the kitchen on the wall uh taped on the wall was a piece of paper that said kiki palms motel uh like written yeah. written in sharpie and then <clears throat> I pulled it off and looked on the flip side and it was a, it was a script page from devil's rejects. No yeah. Shit. Like it was one of the sides and, and no I, yeah. And I'm like, well, clearly no fan has ever been here because nobody would have left this. And I took it. So do you frame it or something? It's in my, it's in my, one of my cases with all my stuff. So I have it. Yeah. That's, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, speaking like, what of are the odds, I know. <laughs> 
but it was That's it was crazy. oh and get this this is another thing i did not take this part of me felt like i probably should have but <clears throat> in the scene where otis is walking uh walking lou temple and uh jeffrey lewis out to like execute them and there's mm-hmm. a shot where they're walking out uh and uh they're by what looks like those chicken coop things which was behind the house yeah that was all there um there's a like a pov shot looking at the ground and you see this teddy bear on the ground do you remember that mm-hmm. there was a teddy bear i found that teddy bear it was still there oh and it the thing was so worked you know it was gross i mean it was you know weathered away probably full of bugs and i mean it was just disgusting laying outside but you kept no it. <laughs> i didn't i i debated no, i debated it but i'm like you know it's not like an iconic piece i it was shocked i even recognized it i'm like i had my dvd yeah. player with me i go dude i think this fucking teddy bear is in the movie and he's like nah <laughs> i pulled up my dvd player i got that scene i go look it's the fucking teddy bear and and i was like should i take it and i like started to pick it up and it was so nasty i'm like i taking this gross ass teddy bear that's been sitting outside for 20 years hell no so yeah i i passed on it it's probably still out there probably is i'm gonna go get it go get it (laughs) put it on ebay so so speaking of like you know locations i want to visit there's a there's a horror movie that was actually filmed in our hometown called the burning oh i love the burning uh, huge fan of the burning. It was actually Weinstein's first movie he did with me or Max. Yeah. That scumbag. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, I figured out where it is, and I asked Tom Savini at a convention once, and he's like, I don't remember where the hell that was filmed. He just filmed. said Tanawanda. Yeah, he, just, he didn't really know. Yeah, he didn't really know. And I, I figured it out. I mean, I hope I hope I figured it out. It's apparently Camp Stonehaven for Boy Scouts in Ransomville, New York, Niagara County. Hmm. And somebody I know. I wonder if there's anything at all that would be recognizable, though. I know. I was wondering if like those rock things would be there I mean, still. Those rock. Yeah, shows. from the end of the Probably movie. Not. I yeah. highly doubt. Or it. even that, or even the mine too. Like that they were in at the end of the movie. That's got to be gone. Yeah, it's probably if anything. But like, but even if even if you could just find the cabins and the dining hall. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, one of my okay. Here's a, one of my uh, <clears throat> my a, a location I've wanted to go to forever. You just reminded me. Uh, the okay. camp from meatballs which which oh, was yeah. in which was in canada uh it, it's a boy scout i think it's a boy scout camp also um and you know that's the thing it's like you know some fucking 50 year old dude like can i check out your camp you know <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's, it's kind of not cool like <laughs> It's funny because we kind of did something like that. Well, we did that for yeah. Ernest Goes, Ernest to, goes camp. to Camp. We yeah. did that. We did it. We drove across country. We went to, was that Tennessee? Yeah. It was, I think, I don't know if it was, was it outside of Nashville. I mean, I don't know. It was something like that. They were, they were cool about it. We went to like the cafeteria. You know, the cafeteria, every like, once in a while, that. you'll get somebody that that's cool. And then, you know, 50% of the time you'll get somebody who's just like a dick and just, no, like, yeah. like I'll, I'll tell you, for example, I was in Chicago hitting up all the locations from my bodyguard back to Chris Makepeace. I went to all the, all the locations and the one I wanted to see the most was the high school, right? It's an indoor school. So Mm -hmm. there's like one entrance and there was the security guard sitting there and it was after I waited till school was out 
it was like probably three, four in the afternoon. And I said, look, man, you know, I'm a huge, I'm from California. I'm a huge fan of this movie. Well, can I just take a look? And he's like, Nope. And I said, come yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, come, you know, come on, man. Just like, I just, it is like, Nope. And then there's people walking in and there's these people walking in. And I'm just like, where are they going? You know? And cause there was like some adult. Man. And he said, well, there's a volleyball game that, that, you know, that I go, could I go to the volleyball game? And he's like, yeah. And he, nope. and he was like, he goes, you can go in there, but that's it. And, and it happened to be the gym where he, yeah. the basketball scene, I don't know if you guys know the movie. Never seen, seen my bodyguard. Well, the basketball, yeah, we'll check it out. I've heard it's it. a fun movie. It's a fun movie. Uh, the basketball scene, uh, uh, takes place in that gym. And I snuck down to the locker room because there's a scene that takes place in the locker. Room. He gets locked on a locker. Um, <clears throat> and uh that had changed drastically but anyway i went back there i just argued with the guy for a while you know it's like i just want to see a couple more there was a couple there was this auditorium i wanted to see where a big scene happens and like just kind of the hallways and, and i knew a specific classroom and he's like ain't happening i and i was there was some young black girls there that that were obviously students and they were going, come on, man, just let him in, man. Let him, let him check out. The and, and he's like, nope, nope, nope. And so they were totally being cool, but he was just a wooden budge. So I leave, I'm walking out and I'm walking, I, I I'm walking away sort of, you know, dejected. And all of yeah, a sudden yeah, the yeah. side door pops open and, and I hear, oh, hell yeah. Hey, I look and it's one of those girls and they're like, come on. And I was like, what and she said you want to see school right get out of here and i was like oh so she she like popped open a side door <laughs> and so she lets me in so i'm going through and i ask her okay where's this and this and she tells me and she goes i don't want to get in trouble you know you go have fun and so i'm walking around by myself and i get to the auditorium i'm taking pictures and i'm walking around and all of a sudden i I noticed because I had remembered when I was sitting there talking to the guy, he had monitors. There was cameras all through the school. Oh. And then, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going down a hallway. I see him come around. He sees me. He's like, hey. And I'm like, I take off running. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I took off. I just, because he obviously saw me on the cameras and I just like yeah, went out yeah. and exit and booked. So. That's exactly what happened with the Devil's Rejects. The guy basically came out of nowhere and was like, I got a gun. We're going to shoot you. And then we just all took off running, except for our one friend. He's absolutely like, out of his mind. He kept When going. I went to Austin, I hit all the Dazed and Confused locations. That's one of my favorite films. Um, oh, no way. Really? I went to the school, and uh, there was a teacher there saw me walking around. It was like after hours or something. And she's like, you know, what do you – it was me and a friend – what are you guys doing? I said, oh, you know, we're just huge fans of Days Confused and, you know, it's one to take some pictures. And she goes, oh, here, I'll show you some of the classrooms. And I was like, whoa. And she was just so cool. She took us into each classroom, let us take pictures. She said, oh, this was the where they shot this scene. And here's it. And they still had the big mural on the wall, the Spirit of 76 mural. We all took pictures with it and everything. I don't know if I mean, that was like in 2005. So I don't, I don't know if that's still there, but it was so awesome. That's crazy. We actually, uh, I think six or eight months ago, because I always wanted to go inside the Myers mm -hmm. house. And I know like now it's like a business yeah. or whatever. And they don't let you in. So we hardcore went inside. <laughs> and, uh, we, basically, we basically went there and I filmed the whole thing. I got to find the video. It's hilarious. But we basically got in. We go right up. We took, we took a picture on the staircase, went upstairs. 
And immediately when we got to like the top of the stairs, somebody that was working there came out of like a door at the uh-huh. bottom, but like they didn't know we were there. So we just waited and then they went back in that office and we, we just ended up getting out of there before anybody. Saw us. <laughs> it was, it was just surprising. They didn't hear us like that whole time. We were just, I'm trying around. to think of where it was that we got caught. Like there was something like that where, um, dodged a bullet yeah no i'm trying to think of what it was there was some place i i remember exactly how it went down i just don't remember what location it was but it was something we went in and we weren't supposed to be there and we we did all our filming and took pictures and everything and we were literally walking out as the person came out and started yelling like hey what are you doing we're just leaving take care (laughs) you know i remember where it was though uh Gosh, what was it? We were walking out, and they started yelling at us, and we were literally just walking out, and they're like, "Nope, we're leaving. Take bye." Oh, I want to hear which one this. It is. was funny because when, like, I think when Kellen and I first got to LA in 2017, we were doing the Halloween filming mm-hmm. locations. We were doing our own of it, and we tried to get into the neighborhood where the Smith Groves, uh, Smith Groves used mm-hmm. to be. Oh yeah. And now it's like a, it's now like a huge like neighborhood. Yeah. Apparently, they tore it down in the mid 80s. And we tried to ask the security guard in like the neighborhood because it's like one of those. He was like, "You're not coming." Yeah. No, they're just like, "Nah, we can't let you." And I'm like, "Damn it!" And then there was another time. I think when we were, I think we were filming. Uh, was it the Wallaces or the Doyle's house? It was uh, the Wallaces house. We, and like we tried to talk to the people that lived there. They just came up with like on their motorcycles, and they just didn't really seem to be very friendly about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, and then we did we did Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street too, and this guy I was filming like. What's the girl's? What's the girl at the beginning? Amanda uh, was Tina. 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 Amanda Tina, Wiss, Tina, yeah. Tina. Yeah. I was doing her house, and there's a guy that lives there. He's kind of young. Um, he's just like, hey. Like we <laughs> turned around, we were like, oh shit. And I, I thought this guy was like absolutely pissed. Yeah. And then right when I told him, right when I told him, I'm just, oh, I'm just documenting the Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff. And he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> he's like, get back to it. You're fine. Yeah, I was. I was the yeah, first they- guy that found that house. I was that one. I was really proud of, because uh, oh, nobody really? could find <laughs> Tina's house. And when I went there and I finally found it and I found the alley behind the it, alley. which I was yeah. like, oh shit, the alley is behind it. I was, I was so <laughs> psyched when I found that location. Um, yeah, I forgot you were the first one. You say that in the video, don't you? you I don't know it. if I did or not, but I know that the owner of the house told me I was the first person to find it too. She's like, ah, well, you know, nobody. And then I may, probably made her life hell after that. <laughs> <laughs> What was the one uh, filming locations video? Robert Russler just keeps popping up. What's that? I remember there was like one you did. Uh, Robert Russler just keeps popping up as a guest. Well, and you're like, well, when are you going to do the part two location? Yeah, well, no, so we, the first one we put there. him in a bunch of episodes. So he was in he yeah. was in Elm Street 1 episode. He was in Halloween 2 and Halloween 3 episodes. He was in the Prince of, Dar- <laughs> Prince of Darkness episode. That's yeah. my favorite cameo where he rolls over in bed with me. <laughs> he's all high of <laughs> a nightmare um i heard he's really nice oh he's yeah. awesome I, wrestler's awesome yeah have you ever had like any like bad like run-ins with people like <laughs> i i tried to get a i tried to get a picture with jeffrey combs once and he was like nope or actually no that was for an autograph actually he took pictures he was just like i'm not signing but the way he said it to me was like nope uh i love jeff he's he's a good friend but yeah i mean <laughs> He's, yeah, I heard he's, he's cool, one of those yeah. guys though. He's he, he's he's got a very dry personality to where it could come off really bad. I can see that. Yeah. Um yeah. but uh I mean I, you're saying run-ins with celebrities, you mean? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I even if it's at an event. Houses. Um, no, 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 no. Everybody <laughs> asks me about the Halloween 3 hotel incident. Um, but, uh, oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> the worst, the top three worst, uh, John Lydon, you know, Johnny Rotten, Sex Pistols. He, he's probably yeah. number one. And it was the one I was most afraid to ever meet because it turned out exactly the way I thought it would. It was terrible. Oh, no. Uh, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. Uh, yeah, what? total asshole. No. And uh, Sam L. No. Sam L. Jackson, probably number three. No, yeah. Yeah. why? No. What, what did he do? Where was that? And that's the that that one is the one that's like kind of the worst. I, I was a journalist. We had just mm-hmm. gone to the premiere of Snakes on a Plane, and okay. the after party for Snakes on a Plane was that they had taken the whole rooftop of the uh, parking structure at the ArcLight, and they had mm-hmm. the the after party on the top of the parking structure and uh everybody was there and and chris rock was a dick that night too although he did take he did (laughs) after bugging him like 10 times finally took a picture with me but he was such a dick about it and then in the photo he purposely looked in the opposite direction like the camera camera's (laughs) here and he's looking this way like this he like he just did it to be a dick um yeah but Sam, so samuel jackson i see him stand there he's talking to rodney pete and rodney pete's wife what i forgot her name she was an actress i can't remember something something pete um and rodney pete was a football player if you don't know who he is he was a quarterback i think of the eagles or something okay. and uh-huh. uh i'm waiting i'm politely waiting for them to finish and they walk away and sam's by himself this is at the after party which was very exclusive mm-hmm. to just the people involved with the production celebrities and uh, a select few journalists. And so I walk me and another journalist walk up to him and I go, excuse me, Mr. Jackson. And he turns around and he literally looks at me and him and says, where'd you motherfuckers come from? What? (laughs) And, and I thought he was joking, you know, like he's doing, he's doing the Samuel L. Jackson stick. He's doing the thing. So I start laughing. I go, uh, over there i don't you know we can find from over there and he's uh, he goes what you want and i said i was wondering if we get a photo with you and he goes no <laughs> like that. And, and i'm and i start cracking up because i think he's just fucking with us and i go are you serious or are you joking and he goes he goes ah, i gotta take a picture with you you'll have to take a picture with all these motherfuckers and i was like all right then thanks and that was pretty much it wow your movie sucked sucks, see you later <laughs> Damn. Oh, that movie! That movie was kind of bad. I didn't leave. Yeah, up. but it's like, I'm a friggin' journalist. You you want us to write good shit about your movie we just saw? You're gonna really treat <laughs> us like that? It's kind of. Yeah how did the how did the review go after? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> did you mention that or no? I don't remember. It was so long ago. I don't know if I mentioned it or not. You should have threw that uh, in there. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> I got one more uh, fan question here. It's another another friend of mine, Mike Epstein. Ask him about the remake of Land of the Living Ghost Unix. How do you say that? Unix? Oh, Jesus. He played a character. (laughs) Oh, wait. He played a character in our movie who was the director of that. Okay, yeah. So who who asked the question? Mike Epstein. Do you know Mike Epstein and Sophia? The name sounds familiar. they're married. They did the movie Clickbait, and they they directed a video for Jimmy Eat World. They've done. Oh, a okay. maybe they're the ones who I, I I don't know them know them, but 
this guy yeah. Neil Jones, I think's his name. Okay. He has he's involved with this film they're doing, and it yeah. takes place. Part of it takes place at a convention, and it has yeah. one of the dudes from Greasy Strangler in it. Oh no, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's their um, new film. The, yeah, uh, what's oh, it called? God, I have his card right here. I know, I know what it's called. Uh, he gave me his card. <laughs> I don't know. He talks about it all the time, and I don't even. Okay, well, I don't remember what the dude's name is, but he's one of the two. The, two he's one of the two. Oh, here it is. Uh, the once and future. Michael Saint Michael's. <laughs> yeah, here's yes, his card. Yes. I got it right here. <laughs> So, anyway, he uh, is that the name of the movie? The Once and Future Smash. Yeah, I yeah, don't even know the name of the friggin' movie I'm going to be in. Uh, so he sent me a message and said, "Hey, you know, we're shooting this thing at Mad Month." There, there was my email again. We're shooting this thing at Mad North Monster Carolina. Party in Arizona. You're oh wait, was it no North Carolina? North Carolina. He said, yeah. "Are you going to be? You're going to be there?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm going to be there." And he said, would you like to play a part? We'd like to have you play uh, this guy who was a director of this movie, The Land of the... Yeah. It was the line I couldn't get. I'm like, that's the stupidest name. I, I didn't rehearse anything. I, I literally... Yeah. I was in the middle of setting up tables and like, we're ready to shoot. I'm like, oh, okay, can you give me what the lines are? And I would, I just kind of just did it, you know? And I just, dude, I, I think I'm going to be just God awful in this thing. Right. I, mean, I, I, I was not prepared and I shouldn't have said yes to something I wasn't prepared for, but I have a scene with Michael St. Michael's and another dude, and I'm supposed yeah. to be playing this asshole director who like basically is blowing him off and being really like, a douche um yeah so yeah. yeah it's it's uh i i'm i'm very afraid to see what that's gonna be like <laughs> they were great yeah, those guys were great no yeah they're awesome yeah they're great um land of the living ghost yeah Phoenix, I, I, I had to say that like oh my uh, something about my film land of the living dead ghost unit I'm, I'm just like that is the dumbest title <laughs> man i'm like i gotta say it was such a mouthful I don't even remember if I yeah. even got it right, but I was yeah. basically just trying to, my character was blowing them off. Like he was trying to talk to me and I'm just being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Hey, yeah. What, you know, just being like douchey. Yeah. I don't know. That's I'm, funny. I'm, that was probably not the, the best career move for me. <laughs> yeah. we'll Who knows? Yeah, I know they fit a lot of people into that that weekend. I oh, yeah, that. it seemed like everybody was in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know they, they did some they did something with Clint Howard recently where they interviewed him at his house, but I don't think that has anything to do with that. But they're always doing mm. something. Those guys are just crazy. Yeah, they them. did something with uh, Mark Mark Patton, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did they do with Mark Patton? I forgot. I know because like, it was a couple of days before... His oh yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe he was a part of that then, because we went to a screening that Mark Patton did for that new documentary, the the screen. I queen. still haven't seen it. Yeah. I guess I'm I'm in it. Oh, it, it's good. It's, it's good. It's, yeah, yeah. I think was he he was in it. Right? I think you were in yeah, it. Yeah, because they it was at Shock Pop Comic Con where we were both at. Yeah. In twenty. Were you there? So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I was there. Yeah, it was uh, it was like because like they had they had the reunion panel and I was and I was that, moderating it, so that's what I think yeah. I'm in the video. For, on stage moderating i think because they didn't interview me for the doc i know that he asked yeah. to interview me for the doc and i said sure but it never happened so yeah it was it was pretty good yeah. you know it's really it, i mean it's really 
shitty to see what Mark had to go through in, yeah. in his life. So I really feel for the guy. I heard yeah. that Shock Pop Comic Con was kind of a disaster. It you was... know, I, I will say this. Yeah. Um, it was a disaster in regards to they didn't have the money to people. pay people. Yeah. Uh, I got yeah. paid. I got all my people paid. So I can't really... Good. Uh, I can't complain too much, but I'm also, you know, that's why I'm good at what I do, (laughs) you know? So I got, I got our, I got it handled, but the show itself was good. Uh, It was well run and accommodations were great. We had a lot of fun that weekend, but it all turned into a shit show on Sunday night for sure. For for the people that were trying to get paid. I I sensed blood in the water. So I got in there early yeah. and said, dude, pay me now. <laughs> so yeah. I had some cash. <laughs> and, it well, yeah. su- and it sucks because it had such a great they lineup. Did. Too. You, had, you, had a, you had a Karate Kid reunion. Robert England was Miami, there. Robert England, Miami Danny Vice. Trejo. Uh, yeah. yeah, Danny Trejo. Yeah, you put me on the, you put me on the phone with Robert England that, that time, didn't you? Did I? Yeah, you were on. He put like a live stream oh, yeah. on it his was phone a and went FaceTime. up to the mic. Yeah, it was yeah, like FaceTime. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, who else was there? Oh yeah, it was Bam Margera? I think yeah. it was there one Corey day. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman yeah. too. Yeah. Oh God, Cor- Bam Margera is drunk every time I He's meet him. He's a mess. And then Corey Feldman, actually, our friend Greg Rop that used to I, run oh, the I know Greg Film yeah. Festival. Greg's oh, a great, love, love that guy. Greg's yeah. a great guy. We used to go to that convention yeah. all the time. He said, I don't think. He's made this public or anything, but he told us that Corey. No, he Feldman, has. He's made it public. Uh, Corey Feldman him. blew yeah. him off. Yeah, yeah, they blew blew him off completely. Well, because well, I think he said he never showed up. Is what it was. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah I don't he know. never I, showed I up, but he, but he yeah. took the like they had to pay him in advance. Is what I heard. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, and then he just like took off. Yeah, not not sure about that guy, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, based on my experience, meeting, <laughs> based on my experience, at least meeting Corey as a fan, he was always respectful. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll at least give him that. Right. What's going on with that film that he made, though? The uh, what do you call it? I the watched truth. it. The and, truth. Uh, yeah. Oh, the did, truth. Did and it come out? It yeah. came out, and I think oh. it was on YouTube. I somebody posted it on YouTube, and it probably got yanked down. But it's just like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be a huge lawsuit over it. You know, I mean. But I mean, it's pretty like the details were kind of shocking, you know, I mean, like he we kind of thought that like the names that were supposedly going to be revealed were big executive names, but they weren't. They were just other actors. Yeah, I mean, and some of them most people knew about already, like that Dominic Brasky from Friday Five. Yeah. So, I mean, the only one was like the uh, oh, I got this weird thing popped up here. The. Sheen was the only one that was kind of like, okay, um, but I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, well, I mean, I, 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 who knows? Who knows if you know? And here's the thing: I don't think, and and I'm good friends with with. See, I I worked with Haim. Haim and I were close, and you know, yeah, that's uh, right. I remember that. I still talk to his mom, and his mom. I I I spoke to Judy like two weeks ago, and. Um, um, you know, she, I, I don't think it's Feldman's place to, you know, to even bring this info out because it's not, I mean, it, it it's not his story to tell. Um, and, yeah. and Corey Haim isn't here to defend himself, you know, to say if it's true or not. Uh, and if his own mother says it isn't true, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I just don't think he, I think he should have, I don't think he should have, uh, 
even yeah i mean if it happened to him okay but i don't think yeah. it's his place to come out and and say uh well yeah if he was yeah. talking about his story and his story yeah. alone then that would be one thing so yeah yeah so because i i don't i'm not convinced that that really happened also is uh is jeffrey dean morgan on your client list or no we're no longer working together no oh, yeah. i i resigned it's a long story but no yeah uh, okay but you're still working with yeah. Norman, right? yeah yeah i mean okay. i technically technically i i currently have jeffrey booked into something uh if it happens oh, in okay. october uh but as far yeah. as uh, regularly working together uh no not anymore no big deal no okay. drama just this wasn't just say yeah. it wasn't the right fit you know yeah 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 people don't always click you know you know that's that you gotta have the chemistry yeah. right yeah well, you get along with pretty much everybody, as I, I can tell. I, mean, I try. I've seen you at the convention. I try. You're, you're a really good guy. Yeah. <laughs> at least I try to. I try no, to give I... off that vibe that I am. <laughs> you're doing a good job. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any modern horror films that you're like a big fan of? <sighs> modern. Like in the last like ten whatever years. Ago. God, absolutely. Or more recent. Let me see if there's anything recent I've seen that I really liked. Uh... Mm. I liked The Lodge, but like that was huh. definitely. I liked it. I liked it. I really liked Hereditary a lot. I liked The Witch a lot. Didn't like Midsummer that much. Didn't okay. didn't really care for Midsummer. Uh, yeah. Um, I like oh, mindfuck movies movie. like that, like Hereditary. I thought was really good. Um, oh yeah. But as far as yeah, oh, and sorry. people complain about the ending. That that ending is yeah. Nuts. I love I love <laughs> the ending. Like, I I love the yeah. ending. I'm like, what? The it f was bizarre. because like, we we saw it, like I think right when it came out, and I was just like, oh. I'm. I think I was just like, holy I, shit! Like throughout this whole movie, I was just like, what the? Fuck? I like Mandy. Uh, although the first forty five minutes was. I was about to say I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even finish Mandy. I got like twenty minutes into it. I'm like, That's what is thing. going on? It's like it, the slowest movie. It, it's ever. one of these movies. You haven't seen the whole thing. Oh, I had twenty okay, minutes literally, you, and I was you need like, I'm to. Out. You need to finish it because I it's one it of those things. Like the first forty minutes of the movie is you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? This is so stupid yeah. and boring, yeah. and then it just totally goes bonkers and. F whips out the and just off. and like nuts like it just like yeah. it's like all the all the action and stuff it's missing in the first half and makes up for yeah. in the second half it's it's good but as far as bait i mean i really enjoyed like ready or not i don't know it's not really horror but i thought that was it was like a fun that. movie um fun, i just saw yeah. the hunt it was entertaining but it wasn't that's you know. all right i went to the screening of that that they had at the egyptian i just saw um uh the platform which oh the one that they just yeah, it's on netflix i think netflix. uh yeah. how was that you know it's a cool concept it's not super original it has a little, little cube vibe in there and it has a little bit of old boy yeah. vibe in a way um mm -hmm. but the ending i thought really fell flat for me mm -hmm. but it was entertaining um uh, I'm looking at my letterbox account right now to see if what else I've put in here. <laughs> like, uh, let's yeah. see. Uh, is... I stopped doing letterbox. I got, I got annoyed. Yeah. With... <laughs> I, you know, what's funny is I don't know why I'm doing it. Um, cause I don't, 
It's like it's good for certain things, but in terms of like having to go in there and review everything you're watching, I don't. Re- I I literally, unless I really have something to it. say about it, I don't review anything. Yeah. I just, uh, I just, I just kind of put it. down what I watched. Oh, more for like moments like this when I'm trying to remember things I've watched, and I and I'll just yeah, use the uh, the star system to rate it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't. I saw that Vivarium movie the other night. Uh, have you seen that? No, that's that with um, Jesse Eisenberg, where they're that they go to this real estate office and looking into a house, and this real estate agent takes them to a house, and it's in this neighborhood where all the houses look identical. It's just really bizarre, okay. <clears throat> and basically the guy leaves while they're in there, and then they can't get out of the neighborhood. Yeah. Like suddenly, there's no way out of the neighborhood, and they're stuck there. It's 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 weird. It's really weird. It, was that on Shutter? It's on. I don't know. Ooh, Amazon Prime. I think it was on something. I, it's got to be on something. It's got to be on something. If anything, I I watch. I, I watched it on my friend yeah. my friend's Plex. So I don't I don't know where he got okay. it. So um, so I might have illegally watched it. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but anyway, it it, it it's it's interesting. It's kind of like a Black Mirror episode maybe directed yeah. by david lynch it's got that kind of vibe it's weird it's just weird but i enjoyed it you check enjoyed out it <clears throat> yeah you check out uh Tiger oh yeah yet? i tried to watch the yes. new episode last night and i was so bored i fell asleep during it it's just an yeah interview, but it, it sucks because i used to love talk soup with joel McHale, and i, I think he's yeah, very yeah. he's lost it he doesn't yeah. have he, he i mean i think you needed to be doing that show continuously to kind of stay sharp with your wits yeah. and jokes and it, it was not entertaining it was boring as fuck yeah what about um color out of space did you check that out yet that i haven't seen that i'm like it's kind of like a mixed bag like you're gonna like it but you're gonna definitely not like certain aspects of it probably and i don't know it's to me it's almost like the room like it's there's so many parts of that movie like nick cage is totally which room top the new the room time. or the old one no, no, no. The oh, old okay. one. The, it's like where you're just watching it with like an audience and just just random laughter is coming out of nowhere. Because that like, new one, just... the new room, uh, I was interested in checking out. You heard about that one? You mean the one that's just called? Room? Yeah, where they they go in a, a room in this house they bought and anything they wish for they can they get, but but they oh, can't no, take it outside because as soon as you walk outside with it, it like dissolves. So like. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, the whole thing is she wishes for a baby because they can't have a child, and then they find out that you uh-huh. can't take it out because it'll just dissolve. It is, is interesting. Uh, I think okay. that is on Netflix. I think I think that's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, Color Out of Space I haven't seen, and I mean I like Richard Stanley. Uh, it, it's definitely he actually who played on my horror trivia team one night. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh yeah horror trivia and and uh i don't know if you guys know about that at at, uh it's they have it every the third thursday of every month at blast from the past in burbank oh yeah so there's uh, anyway we've been doing it for god i don't know how long horror trivia has been going on now over 10 years yeah uh but you know there's a lot of people that show up for it it's a lot of sort of the the who's who and Hor- the horror yeah, scene yeah. you know a lot of directors writers actors a lot of people yeah. show up for this thing and we have a team 
And currently our team is the champs because we won the last game. And then last month got postponed. Clearly this month's going to get postponed. So all I can say is we're still reigning champs right now. So, Hey, (laughs) our, our championship uh, is getting uh, uh, prolonged because of the virus. So, that sounds fun. That's like right on Magnolia, yeah, right? Yeah, like pretty much that. across the street from where Dark Dells used to be. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I still haven't been to their new location. You know what's funny? Yes, you, you, you did. For the, it was the uh, singing from the guy. What was his name? Uh, the Tom Adkins movie. Oh, Paul uh, Salamoff? Night of the Creeps. Oh, uh, yeah. Night Encounter? Of the Oh. Yeah, he was doing a signing at the new location when you were there. I don't know. That was yeah. Paul Sa- yeah, Paul Salmoff's on our team also. He, he's he's an alternate on our team. Like he, uh, if we have somebody who can't show up, he's an alternate. But if if we have our full team, he plays on another team. The guy who directed oh, yeah. Encounter. Yeah, he's a good guy. Well, got any other uh, ball busters? On uh, one I had to ask because uh, you and I, I know. We both are huge fans of Kiss. I did have to ask mm-hmm. you, favorite Kiss album of all Love time? Him. Yeah, I've got least, least, least uh, favorite, private, newest one, <laughs> Monster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's like, like, I mean, I said going back to the old era. Least, least favorite, favorite in, like, from what era? Uh, seventies, eighties. Uh, maybe maybe nineties. <laughs> I would say least favorite in that area and era. Um, it's going to be between hot in the shade and crazy nights. Probably. Um, although there's songs on both those albums. I really like, uh, yeah, I'm looking at my right now. Let's see. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people hate the oath. You mean, like, you mean the elder on that? The other, no, the, yeah. the elder, the elder. I was thinking of the yeah. Elder. I, yeah, I the love elder. the elder. I'm, I'm a big. Yeah. That's a heavy album. I mean, yeah, there's some corny shit in there, but dude, like the song, the oath. That's a. F- I play that on guitar all the time. I love that song. Well, even the I, oath, and then I, and then, and then a world yeah. without heroes. That's just like even dark just like, light. Dude, and, that's you, I am just yeah. a boy. <laughs> uh, there's something corny about that. I love that album. Um, you know what album I used to hate that's finally growing on me is Unmasked. Because I always thought it was just way yeah. too poppy. You know? Shandy. I love that, Shandy. Uh, talk to me. But it's All like that, stuff. Yeah. She's so European. You know, it's like, come on. It's so corny. What do you, well, what do you think about it? What do you think of Vinnie Vincent as a guitarist? Dude. Even though he was, he's definitely not on Ace's level, but yeah. Well, they're very different. I mean, he, he's, a, oh, very, he's, very. he's a far, well, he was. I don't think he can play anymore. But he nah, was, he <laughs> you know, way hard, bigger shredder than Ace could ever be. But as far as style, Ace has all the style. I mean, he, he has Ace's solos have substance, where Vinny's solos are just, you know. So, oh yeah, you yeah. listen to you listen to the Vinny Vincent yeah. invasion. That's just like what his solos are all Boys about. Boys gonna rock really. an animal. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Boys gonna rock. You know, I I recently got offered to buy one of his guitars. Um, yeah. Oh no! Like one of the pink yeah. guitars. Yeah. Oh no! Shit. You know, with the double V's. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! That one. That, I think that was in the, the music It's not. Video. It's I not the one it. in the video. It's that. It's that it's model. Not the one. It's that. It's and it's per. It's his personal guitar. I would oh technically god. be buying it directly from him, but it's. He wants a lot of money <laughs> for it, and it's. Yeah, he. I. And yeah, he has a reputation of of, of not 
I, I said the only way I would buy it is I would have to be there in person getting the guitar, handing the money, because I wouldn't trust him because he's ripped some people off, I've heard, so... Well, yeah, I mean, like that. Well, that was a thing because I, I know there was like the lawsuit with him and Gene mm. Simmons and Paul. Like, I think it was like over the writing of a Unholy or something like that. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, like, but yeah, then again, like uh, I've heard plenty of stories too, and you know, yeah. Well, I mean, like I've never experienced it personally, so I can't judge. I, but I, yeah, I would. Say I met sorry. him. I met him yeah. back when he was promoting Vinnie Vincent's Invasion. I went to some. It was at a club in Orange County, and they the whole band was there, and they did like a a signing and a big press thing, and I met him there and got the whole band to sign stuff, and he was super nice. I mean, I, I and I've I've not met him since he's been on the recent convention stuff, uh, yeah, because he's mostly done Days of the Dead, and I don't do their shows, so. Um, yeah, we were supposed to meet him at Days of the Dead last year, and then he canceled. So, yeah. yeah. So, well, he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be there, and yeah, and then he canceled. He canceled like he cancels a lot of stuff. So, uh, yeah. so I've heard he's been very nice. I but I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I don't care that much. It's not a big deal. I met him back in the day. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like like while he's he's put out some good music, mm-hmm. it's just I think you and I can both agree. The original four of Kiss will always be yeah. a real. Well, kiss. I saw him on Creatures. I did see him live with Kiss uh, in makeup. Jeez. So, uh, I was I I'll never forget that. I went to that I went to that concert. You know, this is 1983, long before yeah. the internet. Uh, and back in the day, you got your news from magazines. You know, hor- like rock news. You'd get Hit Parade or Circus or whatever, Metal Edge, <laughs> and. Uh, I remember going to the concert super psyched before I got into the venue. It was at Irvine Meadows, which is like two miles from my house. Uh, no longer there, tore it down. But um, unfortunately, yeah. Um, yeah. and that's if you look right there, that's that's a seat from Irvine Meadows, and that's the and that oh, no is the shit. ticket stub from the Creature Show. Um, so <laughs> anyway, awesome. uh, I remember getting there, and they had outside uh, before you got into the venue, they had a, a merch booth. And I went straight to the merch booth and I remember looking up at the t-shirt, you know, the 10th anniversary tour shirt. And I'm looking at what I, I'm, did Ace change his makeup? I'm looking at what the fuck is I'm tripping out trying to figure out what's going on. I bought a shirt. I got the tour book and I'm flipping through the tour book and there's Ace, Vinny Vincent. Who the fuck is Vinny Vincent? And I, nobody knew, nobody knew Ace had been replaced. We were all shocked. I mean, it was, it was a, it was a bummer for sure. Cause Ace was like my favorite member. So I was not happy, but you know, Vinny was, Vinny was good. You know, but we met Ace once. Um, what is your thought on Phantom in the park? The movie kiss. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> it's so, it's so it's great. It's, it's so bad. It's, it's awesome. Um, it's I mean, fun. I have, uh, I have Peter's boots from Phantom of the Park, the boot, the fuzzy ones, the boot covers. Oh, yeah, really? I those. Yeah. Um, I, I love that movie. I mean, it's, it's a terrible, terrible movie. Uh, but it, but it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, when I was a kid, I remember, uh, I think I was eight years old when that came out. And, uh, I remember we were so psyched for it. And a friend of mine, we had just moved into a different neighborhood and my, best friend 
from my old neighborhood, who is the guy who got me into Kiss, uh, we planned a like sleepover, and he came and stayed at my house the night, and we watched it together, and we're like super pumped, and yeah, I, I and as kids watching it, we thought it was the greatest thing we'd ever seen. You know, you watch it years later, and you go, "Oh my god, this is so terrible." Um, but it's still just fun yeah. to watch, you know, because I mean, because like even though like obviously even the special effects are dated, but it's just like you look back and watch it. I'm like, this was like the greatest. And thing, for me, you know, because I grew up going to Magic Mountain, uh, when I saw it yeah. as a kid, I was like, oh, I know, I've been there. I know Magic, I, so I recognized everything, and it's cool, kind of like the movie Zapped or like the movie Roller Coaster that all and, and even Beverly Hills uh, Cop 3 that were all shot at Magic Mountain. It's a cool time capsule of before the park changed into what it is now. You can look back and like mm-hmm. see back when they used to have their own characters, you know, uh, that roamed yeah. the park, the the big wizard dude. And I think that the big fuzzy guys was called Bloop or something. I have some stuff. I have some some merchandise of him. I think, was, I think it was called Bloop. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. This guy here threw up at the park last time we were there. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, it, no, it was last year. I think we just like went on too many rides in like a span of. No, 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 no. You yeah. had like in and out burger right before the previous, we went. No, the previous night I had it in and out. And that yeah. was a bad move. <laughs> we went on well, like two rides well, and you thing. threw up right away. Because the last minute he was just like, let's go to Magic Mountain right now. I'm like right now and you're like yeah, right okay now. and like oh, i mean you're thinking it was a good idea even though i i did it completely slipped my mind about what i ate the previous night but yeah even like some of the rides there they just spin and spin and like it's kind of yeah i was damn i was right it was bloop <laughs> sorry yeah this bloop? is this is the, that dude bloop oh okay yeah i remember that i've seen that and this is before like six flags took ownership of magic no Mountain, right? i think it was still ago. six flags magic mountain i think I think it, it was, was, yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, those characters were designed by the Crofts, uh, like Sid Marty Croft. They designed those characters for the park. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of throwing up at Magic Mountain, uh, I have not been to Magic <laughs> Mountain, I don't think, since like 1999. It's been that long since I. Really? I'm Why? not a big roller coaster guy. I, I'll, I like roller coasters. I'll go on one or two, but that's all I can take because I get. Uh, I get motion yeah, sickness. Yeah. Motion sickness. Um, yeah. So the last time I went, it was like, so it's just so many roller coasters that I just couldn't deal with it. Um, so I haven't, I've been wanting to go back just for nostalgia reasons, but uh, yeah. Anyway, the last time I was there, I don't remember what the roller coaster was called. Well, actually I take this back. It wasn't the last time I've been back since it, I went back in early two okay. thousands because when I went back, this roller coaster was gone. But it was a roller coaster that used to be, I don't know how long ago you guys went for the first time. What was the first time you went there? What year, you think? 2009 for me. For me, 2019, okay. so, last year. Yeah, neither of you would know this roller coaster because it, it, it I think it got torn down in the early 2000s. There used to be a roller coaster right near the front entrance, um, not the Colossus, you know, but like once you yeah, got yeah, inside, yeah. it was a smaller roller coaster and it was like, it seated. It was like a giant car that seated four people across, like four rows, and it would, you know, go. And I remember being on this, and we were like in the maybe the second or third row, 
and you couldn't really see in front of you because the seats were right in front of you like this. So you could only kind of see up and over like, and I remember we're going on it, going on it. And all of a sudden I smelt, I saw something fly over my head. I saw, I, I was like, did you see that? You know, I, I, I saw something go over my head and then I started to smell this bad smell that smelled like, like oh, no. it smelled like bad Mexican food. All right. Oh, so anyway, geez. I, we pull into this. Is, I'll never forget this. We're pulling back into the station, you know, and I see everybody yeah, like, getting ready to get on the ride and their faces like looking like horror, like, and basically the person <laughs> in the front row threw up and it went back oh, and no. showered almost everybody. I, I think, I think we were in the second row. <laughs> And everybody in the third and the fourth row got covered. It went over us. Oh, oh dude. No. So no. we get we're getting out of the roller coaster and everybody is covered in vomit except the people in oh. our row. It was it was brutal, man. It was so <laughs> brutal. And then You're yeah, lucky. no, we got real lucky. Oh, real lucky. Talk about dodging the bullet. Yeah. It was that and I remember I there was a bathroom right at the exit. And I went in there to use the restroom and so many people were basically showering in the sinks, trying to rinse their clothes. It was so bad. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, that, that brings up a horrible story. I got to say now, uh, no, a couple of years ago, and it's actually in your neck of the woods. Okay. Actually, yeah. I went to Orange oh, County yeah, Fair I go every year. If I don't know if they'll have one this year, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was bad. So a couple of years ago, I think 2017 that summer, I was with a friend, my friend, Meg, and uh, of course, I go there and I eat like the worst. Oh, food that's they the have, whole point of going. Is... <laughs> that's the whole point, obviously. Um, but I do rides too, and I go on hot days, so I, I have a bad, mm -hmm. bad idea of fun. Basically, uh, I got their chicken, chicken ice cream. Oh, donut dude, sandwich. we got that last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It had like the crispy the creams pebbles with and, like, the chicken and the vanilla ice cream, fruity pebbles. Yeah, fruity pebbles, raspberry filling, uh, powdered sugar, yeah. and all of it. Basically, I ate that. It was all right. And I was, it, it wasn't even that bad. It was okay. And uh, I had that, and then it was like it was like 95 degrees yeah. outside, and we decided, let's go on the zipper. Oh, yeah. See, I don't go on any of the rides. If I go on any like, ride, it'll just be like the shitty haunted house one, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. No, but like, yeah, usually with me, I'm, I'm bad with spinny rides. I can do roller coasters all day long and be pretty much fine. But spinny rides or like motion sickness rides with like screens mm -hmm. and stuff, that makes me sick. But yeah, we went on the zipper and I was in line for already like 15 minutes when I was just telling my friend, I'm like, look, I don't think I can do this. I'm already feeling like crap. Like it's so hot out. I just ate that monstrosity. And she's just kind of like, but we've been waiting for 15 minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, well, well, I guess I'll give it a go. And then we go on this ride, right? Oh it starts flipping. And like, you know, when you're in yeah. up, like, you know, it's coming, you know, you're screwed yeah. at that point. Um, I was doing everything I could in my mind to just think yeah. of something or just whatever it took to just shut that off. And no, oh. it didn't work. Uh, basically, we're flipping oh. in the midair and I threw up twice. Oh. The cover. And, Both of oh. you. Luckily, uh, no, and that's the weirdest thing. It, it's it's kind of crazy because we were we were flipping when this happened. And hey, can um, I can I yeah, cut you off for just a sec? I got to pee so bad. Yeah, the whole, hold on. Oh, hold you're on. good. Give me you're just good. a sec. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> that was the worst experience of all all my life. I think I remember you you showed back up. 
I think you showed back up and didn't you have like puke on your shorts or something like that? Oh yeah. I'm oh, pretty... Wait, 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 wait. You can hear him being. Wait a second. <sighs> Come on. Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, like uh Yeah. I think the that was the only time I ever threw up on a roller coaster was last year at uh well you Mountain. and ethan did too ethan ethan our, did our, too our old roommate did when we got back from six flags he uh threw up in our garage which i got really pissed at him for because you know it's the garage and that literally reeked in there for like two weeks after that oh yeah i i do remember yeah because i was wondering what that smell was that whole time yeah and i told him just... to clean it up i don't even remember if he did he probably didn't <laughs> but like uh but yeah those rides like uh if you if you're if you're not immune to motion sickness, yeah, I would say my advice would be like if you're gonna ride roller coasters, just you know, just uh, what do you call it? Just like give it space in between rides, <laughs> or just don't eat crappy food. That's true. And go on a hot day. That's horrible. It's the worst combination ever: spinny rides, hot food. Well, to be fair, hot. It was last minute planned. Air. That's to be fair. It was last minute planned so I, did, I had no intention of going the next day well that fair experience was so shitty for me because not only did that happen to me but i also lost my odd future hat that i got at tyler creator's show like 2012 or something so that was kind of a cool item i had it signed and everything and i lost it on the log flume damn and that was a bummer but yeah a couple of bad things went on that day what about darian lake did we have any puking memories from that? Uh, i don't know oh god huh. I, but Sean is I just back felt and, like I felt like right? you did, and you said you were trying to think of everything else to not not make yourself. Try. I was doing yeah. the same thing, pissing my pants. Anyway, so <laughs> so continue. You 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 were so basically, yeah. I threw up twice in the mid middle mm -hmm. of the air, basically while we're just flipping and just going all over the place. And I'm just like, oh. And I think I had already told her, I'm like, this is not gonna work. Like I'm gonna throw up. Like guarantee it. And it, this was like during the ride. I was like, I, I'm feeling it. <laughs> and then basically the ride ended. Um, it's of course it's just dripping from the car oh. horrible um, <laughs> it's like straight out of a movie like literally it's like the sandlot or whatever that's um, brutal and basically uh the, basically there was there was a whole line of people and like the line is like at least 15 feet away but they knew right away because they could smell it and like these two girls that were in the front of like the line <laughs> were like covering oh, their man. face <laughs> and i was just like i'm so sorry i just ruined everybody's day and then, of course, my friend comes off the ride. She starts throwing up in like a trash can, oh, and it was it was just reaction. like it was like straight, straight up the worst day ever. And I I, I was just telling everybody else. Uh, we just we were just talking. I lost one of my hats on a log flume that day too, and it was signed. Signed by who? And that sucked. Just a rapper, Tyler the Creator. Uh, uh, you and lost think, the hat at Magic Mountain. No, no, no. This was both at Orange County Fair. Oh. I lost the hat on the log oh. flume, and I think that was earlier in the day. Which must have been because I left right after I threw up. I'm that, like, I'm out. That's why every time I go on a ride, or if I go to like like Six Flags, I always wear cargo shorts that can just have pockets that will secure yeah, everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not gonna take that risk. Yeah. You know. But anyways, you have been an amazing guest. This was so fun to do. Absolutely. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for being here, and I wanted to say check out Sean's new video on Cursed Films. Right? Oh yeah, Cursed yeah. Films. I forgot. That's I didn't yeah, even know. Didn't even know that came out. Yeah, it's something I want to talk about about that before we wrap it up. It was great. Yes, because yes, <clears throat> I knew this was going to be an issue when we shot that episode. Mm -hmm. So okay. the guys that did it, I can't remember their names off the top of my head right now. Um, they contacted me and they said, Hey, we're doing this thing for shutter. It's on cursed films. Uh, they asked me if I would do 
poltergeist because they knew i had the clown they, they liked that angle they wanted to come over to my house yeah. and see it and then they said hey you know uh would you be willing to take us out to the house from poltergeist and do like a horse hog grounds thing and i and i said well yeah. what do you want me to do and they said well can you just pretend you're shooting an episode and and so that's yeah. what i did and um I knew what would happen is people would see this episode and go, Hey, how can I see that episode of your horse hollow grounds episode of poltergeist? It's like, there really isn't one. I, cause we did that for this show. Uh, so we yeah, were yeah. faking an episode basically. Uh, but it sucks yeah. because we got some amazing footage that day. Like the, the neighbor who happened to come out and talk to me that that's in the episode. Yeah, the best great. part though, was the owner of the house pulled up while we were filming uh -huh. and I tried to talk to him and he was, wouldn't have any, he was fucking not having any of it was being, but it was <laughs> great stuff. Like I was like, Oh my yeah. God, we just got gold footage. You're just going to have to blur the guy's face. Yeah. They don't end up showing shutter. It. Shutter them, wouldn't so they let them apparently. They he said he wouldn't yeah, let him use sucks. it. Um, but they also asked me to do, uh, they wanted me to take them out to, they're they're doing an episode on Twilight Zone the movie at least that just oh, dropped too. They oh, dropped oh, it them came off. out. Literally all the episodes. It was supposed to be one episode every Thursday, and I guess they just decided to just drop them all. So okay, they're all cool. on there now. I'm gonna have to watch. I I've only seen the Omen, uh, Exorcist, the and Poltergeist. And I'll be honest with you, the Omen and the Exorcist ones I didn't. I thought they were okay. Uh, the yeah, Poltergeist yeah, yeah. one, not because I was in it. I just thought the Poltergeist one was the one that was. Better, better it felt more like okay these are legit curses kind of thing um and they talked with gary sherman a lot about how yeah and it was so i cool. thought that there was there was a lot of info in that i didn't know i haven't seen the crow episode yeah. yet uh i want to no, see that one and now yeah twilight zone so they had asked me if i knew where that was shot and i said yeah because uh, the accident happened at indian dunes uh which is right yeah. next to magic mountain coincidentally and yeah, oh, is it? I yeah, know if that. Indian Dunes was literally right next to Magic Mountain. So if you're going down the freeway heading north, wow, and you know how uh -huh. to the left is Magic Mountain, and then way. to the right yeah. is like where the Lost Boys uh, bridge is, and and we're um, heading to uh, uh, what's the ranch called that they wouldn't let you in? Um, starts uh, with an S. I can uh, find that. Oh, uh, but it's, I know what it is. It's the one that. where Devil's Rejects was shot and everything. Anyway, if you keep going uh, north, the next exit after uh, Magic Mountain Parkway was uh, to Indian Dunes, which was also to the mm -hmm. left. Uh, I don't. I haven't been out there in so long. I don't know how developed it is, but it mm -hmm. used to be uh, you could go race motorcycles. There was a raceway. I used to race motorcycles there when I was a kid, and. Oh, wow. the, that's where they shot MASH and they used to shoot a lot of shows out there. In fact, one day I was riding my motorcycle around Indian Dunes and I came across mm -hmm. a junkyard in the middle of the place that was all smashed cars from different productions. There was Jeeps from MASH. Mm -hmm. oh, the thing that caught my eye is there was like three or four smashed General Lees from Dukes of Hazard in there. Mm -hmm. I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, it's a General Lee, you know? Yeah, I've just seen replicas. Yeah, so, uh, but anyway, I used to ride. I used to ride my motorcycle through that 
area of water where Vic Morrow was carrying the kids when the accident happened. Because it was like only about up to your knees high, so you could ride a motorcycle through yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I was like, I told the guys, I said, I don't know if we can even get out to where that was now because I don't know what's out there. But I'll try if you want me to take mm-hmm. you out there. And it ended up, it ended up not happening. I just did the poltergeist one. So John Landis had a total lawsuit against him. Oh when yeah, happened, right? yeah, big time, big time. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm interested to see the episode, see what they showed. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm probably gonna check Maybe, it out. Maybe yeah, this. I'll probably watch um, it today. <laughs> it was it was Sable, Sable Ranch. Ranch. I knew it started with an Ranch. S. I was right. <laughs> yeah. Sable Ranch. No, my my acting coach was actually in John Landis's first movie he did called Schlock. I think that was his first yeah, movie. Yeah, either that or Kentucky Fried Movie. I don't remember which one was first. Probably Schlock. Yeah, probably but Schlock, I, I actually yeah. was on set for Devil's Rejects on Sable Ranch. Yeah, really? when I was oh, writing shit. for for Dread Central. We did a set visit on Devil's Rejects, and and uh, wasn't at the house. It was the Charlie's Town, whatever Charlie's Fun Town, or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, the little yeah, yeah. yeah the Western they, town. That was what they were shooting uh, when I was out there. Oh, that's and cool. funny thing is, we sat down. It was me and I think like two other journalists. There was only three of us, uh-huh. and we sat down and did sort of little roundtables with Rob and Sherry and Bill and Sid. Mm-hmm. And uh, they filmed it. I remember they had cameras filming it, but it wasn't us filming it. Well, all that interview footage ended up in that documentary on the Devil's Rejects, uh, you know, DVD and Blu-ray. We got zero credit, zero credit. But we were the guys interviewing them for it. We were, they used our interview footage. You can't see us. You can't hear us. But they're answering our questions. Oh, no. I was like, that's kind of shitty. We didn't even get credit. Kind of yeah. Shit is that? <laughs> yeah. So, oh well. What are your uh, thoughts on uh, three from hell? You know, same. I, <laughs> I, I was disappointed. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, I actually, I have to say, I like 31 better. I, I thought 31 oh, was yeah. more fun. Um, I still think he kind of dropped the ball on that too, though. I think 31 could have been like way better. I don't know if it was budget. Well, that's what I, I but... with, with the budget he had, I think he did a really good job on 31, yeah. but reject. I mean, uh, three from hell. Um, no. I feel like uh, my issue with it, it was, it just seemed like he was, it almost seemed like a partial remake of rejects. I mean, cause you had so many yeah. similar things like the girl being chased down the street naked was yeah. so similar to her chasing her out of the hotel in Devil's Reject. Yeah. Then you had the shootout at the brothel, which was exactly what happened mm-hmm. in Mexico at the end of Three from Hell. I mean, it was just like, I, it a was a lot rehash. of rehash where I think he could have really done a lot more with it. I was, you know. You know what else really frustrated me about that movie was that when they were talking about going mm-hmm. to Mexico. And they're just like randomly in Mexico. Like, why wasn't there like a scene of them trying to get across the border or like just any of that stuff? Like, they just kind of arrived in Mexico and just was like, oh, here we are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that just kind of bothered me. Like, that was one of the. Yeah, I was, I was at the premiere. And I remember, yeah, I was oh, at the premiere, which was a lot of fun. It was oh, at the no. Vista. Yeah. And it was jam packed. I mean, it was so crazy. I'm looking around, like, Sitting right across yeah. the row from me was like Kat Von D sitting with Doyle from the Misfits and 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 the singer <laughs> of uh, of um oh what's the name of that uh fuck 
What's the name Give of that hit. band? Babe, what's the name of that band you like? The singer was sitting by us. At... <laughs> what? Behemoth. Behemoth. Sorry. The s- Ner- oh, Ner- oh Argel no or something. Yeah. Nurgle. Yeah. Nurgle. He, Nurgle. From Behemoth. Yeah. And then sitting a little bit over by them was Nikki Six, Tommy Lee, and like, no. and uh, Duff from Guns N' Roses. And I'm just yeah. like, I mean, I mean, it was just like a jam packed, like, I was like, wow, this is crazy. Um, and, uh, mm. and then the movie ended and I was just kind of like, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, and, and then like almost none of them really came to the after party as, as I think it, oh, yeah, no. I went to the after party and, uh, was, the, was that fun? Um, not really. It was at a yeah. tiny little club. And it was most yeah. of most of the people didn't show up like the, you know, like the celebs because they thought they thought, it I don't know. Well. I don't know. You know. Maybe it was like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to really talk about that. I don't know. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I, we actually, um, yeah, I was going to say, I, I mean, I saw Rob there briefly and I was hanging mm-hmm. out a little bit with Piggy D. Um, but then yeah. of course, you know, the other thing was all the appetite starving because we haven't had dinner. And all the food is these oh, like yeah, vegan, like uh, finger foods, and I'm not vegan, and I'm just like, oh, oh okay. Oh, of course not. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, it was it was a lot of fun though. I met. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. There's a famous musician who I didn't really know much about until just uh-huh. recently, and and I I met him and was talking with him for a while, and then I said something to somebody, and they're like, "Dude, you met him? Oh my god." Um, I think he did mm-hmm. some of the music in the movie. Let me see what his okay. name is. Uh, and I guess he's like a legend, but I didn't know who he was. And it was I in think, from Hell. yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Terry Reed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Didn't he have music? He had music in Rejects. He may right? have, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't know that who he was, funny. but I think somebody introduced me to him. Oh shit! Ted White's calling me right now. But <laughs> was he actually? Oh, take it, take it. Uh, should yeah, I take it? Well, I'll just call yeah, him back. It. Yeah, why I'll not? Hold on, hold on. Hello, <laughs> Ted. How are you? Hey. Hmm. Okay, sounds good. Okay, take care. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's be- that be one of the shortest Ted White calls ever. No, you were just talking about uh, Three yeah. from Hell. And uh, we actually, we brought Dag Ferk. I think it's how Ferch. you say his last name. Dag Um Ferch, yeah. whatever, yeah. <laughs> and basically, we, we brought him to a screening because we had already seen Three from Hell. Obviously, I already hated it, but... The only reason I went again was because Rob Zombie, like, on just the last second, basically was like, oh, well, if you come to this AMC at Universal tomorrow, I'm going to be there. And so is Sherry. And Dag was already, I think, going to be in town because he did music with, like, one of our roommates and stuff. So that's how we know him. And I've shot, like, a couple of his music videos and stuff. But, um, yeah, we went we went to the screening. Wait, what happened? What happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we went to one of his, we went to a screening of Three from Hell. And basically, uh, yeah, he, they hadn't seen each other since they did Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like a reunion for them. It was kind of cool. Oh, that's nice. So, so, did, yeah, so they did show up to the screening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They showed up. 
Why or do they got a history of not doing that? Huh? Do they have like no, a no. I just uh, I know it's like so many fans have tried to get Sherry yeah. just for autographs or whatever. I mean, oh, she's hard. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I can they're real nice though. Like surprisingly, she's... like I I thought she would be blowing. She's always been off, sweet, but not at all. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she's a. Uh... I think, she, I, from what I understand, she's just very, very shy. Uh, so yeah, it's understandable. Some people don't have yeah. it, you know. Like, I mean, they're not into it as much. Um, but yeah, when I saw Three from Hell the first time, actually, they they screwed up all of our tickets. I got to the theater and everybody had like the wrong mm-hmm. seat or something. So I, you'd be like sitting in a seat and somebody'd come in and be like, "Well, you're in my seat." And literally, like they just screwed the whole movie up. I was like twenty or thirty minutes late to it because of that. Wow. So. But it didn't really matter because I didn't miss much. <laughs> Anyways. Did you like it more the second uh, time? This was <laughs> I mean, like there's there's aspects of it that are fun. I just thought, Either, you know, I thought I don't know. Poncho Moeller kind of stole the show. I thought he was the best thing in the movie. Yeah. He's fun. He's fun in thirty one too. Yeah. I'm actually I'm a big fan of Lords of Salem. A lot of people yeah, hate I, on that I, one. I couldn't get I I, like I, I I couldn't get into it. I don't know. I just think it's like one of his most like unique. I think I it's know. really good it's up until the end, where it seems like he didn't know how to end the movie. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Hereditary in a way. Just the way it ended was so crazy. Like, just I don't know. It just felt like he had this good movie, and then he got to the yeah. end, and he's like, "I don't know what to do. Let's do like a fucking music video." it's just kind of it just felt that i mean i've only seen it once that's my memory of it was walking out feeling that i don't know could be i could be way yeah it's really i should probably give it another shot maybe i'd feel differently on a second viewing i don't know yeah still still think i'd put three from out the bottom though really i but uh, yeah yeah halloween 2 wasn't i wasn't it's bad, but at least Halloween 2's got some of those really good yeah. kills, though. It's just... With, you got the kill with, like, Octavia Spencer. Like, come on, that, that almost... I mean, that was great. It's just, like, the things with Halloween 2 that just kind of lost me was the white horse thing and, like, the very... It was too supernatural. And recasting sense. Dag was kind of weird, too. I mean, honestly, they said he was too tall at the time, but they, they could have worked around that. Yeah, that like. didn't make any sense. I mean, it was only two years. I mean, it couldn't have... Yeah. I mean, I was <laughs> working with conventions. Much. He didn't grow that much in two years. Um, but, no, uh, no. yeah, I don't know. Halloween 2, just, uh, yeah, the white horse thing. I just felt like, I mean, it's like, is there any way you can do a movie and not put your wife in it? I mean, really, I mean, here, finally, you know, it's like, it's, <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, it, it was just like, it felt so forced. It was like, oh, you know, she's not going to be in this yeah. one. She died. Oh, no, guess what? She's in it. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a horse. No. Did you hear about that whole skate park incident where they were living in like Massachusetts and yeah. they had a skate park that was like right next to where they moved and they were acting yeah. like kind of dicks yeah. about it? I saw. An... Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's. Well, I mean, you're, you're hearing skateboarding probably all the time. I get. I could imagine you're probably gonna get irritated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real world problems, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyways, thank you so much for being a part of this. This is only our second episode, and it turned out pretty good. I think it was I think. awful. Yeah. Terrible. Very terrible. <laughs> but yeah, check out check out Sean's episode of Cursed Films. They did it with the Poltergeist episode. That was really good. Uh, it's on Shutter right now. You can check it out and all the other episodes that accompany it. Uh, you got anything last to say? Uh, dude, this was a great interview, and you know, 
talked about a lot of amazing stuff, even just not just like horror stuff, but even like mutual interests in music. And dude, I thought this was pretty fun, man. So, dude, thank you again. Yeah, for no problem. My this. pleasure. And congratulations to you as well, man. I've been, I'm really, I've been rooting for you and your acting career. I've been seeing you popping up here and there and things. And that was so cool to see in The Mandalorian. Dude, I. I don't want to talk about it too much because the episode's about you, but dude, it was such a blast. I know, dude. I'm, I'm jealous, man. I would have loved to have been on a Star Wars set. <laughs> Kidding me? Yeah, it was. I think I gained about a good 10 pounds in the three weeks <laughs> I worked on that from all the. They, they had so much great. That's the best that part stuff. about doing movies, yeah. man. Is the fucking is crafty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. crafty and catering, you know, especially like one's like a Star Wars set. You're going to get the yeah. best food out yeah. of that. <laughs> One of my really good friends, Morgan, she uh, she does catering and it just kicks ass. She's so good. She makes pies and stuff. She's the one that I actually shouted out in the beginning. Her dad is the producer of like Malcolm in the Middle and stuff, so she catered all like the best That's awesome. growing up. But yeah, yeah. she's, she's yeah, keep dope. it keep yeah, it up, Ed, dude, and eventually you. I'll be calling you like, going, hey, uh, we gonna do some conventions. I hope so. <laughs> both, both of us. He's he's working with the wife of Eric Roberts, and he's doing a lot of great stuff too. We're all working our asses off. We came here with dreams, and we're just here to make it happen. That's what it's man. about, and man. Dude, thank you, and dude, thank you for of supporting course. us, man. My pleasure. It really sure, means a lot. You. We always will support you too. We'll always come to your events. We love what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's what you gotta do. All help each other out. Just make sure you get Jamie for me. Um, <laughs> if, we, you know, if you guys could whip up uh, you know, uh, a serum for this virus and uh, you know, we can have a vaccine, yeah. then uh then you know, then I'll get right on it. So And one more thing. Is is your home like totally off limits or would we ever be able to see the sweet props you have? Well, <laughs> is there like a ticket price going for that? I'll say this. Uh, no, nah, I love it's, it. <laughs> I would be more than happy to let you guys come over, but uh, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, yeah, yeah. My doors aren't open to the public. Let's say that. But yeah, we, that's something yeah. we yeah. could talk about, you know, once, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, once this all clears over, the whole world goes back to normal. We've got lots, lots in store. So yeah, for sure. All right. Well, what? this well, was awesome. Uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day. I know this went on for almost three hours. Which is like <laughs> I'm a little hungry. The I'm a little hungry. I, lost, I lost track of time. You know what? Yeah, when when you're having fun talking past. about shit you enjoy talking about, it can go by like that. So. Yeah. Well, Definitely. sweet. Thank All right, you guys. for being here. We're going to end it on gutter mouth chicken box. <laughs> Chickens, down we go. Yeah, uh huh. We're eating lots of greasy food. Yeah, uh huh. Seems to be so right, yeah, yeah. To the 
chickens, there we go. Yeah-huh. We're eating lots of greasy food. Yeah-huh.